0: welcome back to bold of you say we're back with another episode uh sorry we missed last week so, sorry okay so sorry what I'm do so you want from sorry. me look i try my best okay but anyway uh, alex
1: alex i think the audience wants what i want which is your penis
0: well you'll have to follow my only fans i don't have one yet but maybe when you listen to this i will uh, it depends on how desperate i am
1: all right ladies uh, and gentlemen you've heard him yeah
0: if you put enough public pressure on me maybe i will who knows all right if yeah. i if i can see myself making money there i'll do it i don't care i'm just trying to get by
1: mm-hmm. anyway
0: <coughs> yeah anyway the first section that we recorded news minute Uh, we recorded a few days ago at gavin's house in person it was very fun then we stopped recording because we heard we we smelled a strange smell and i hit stop instead of pause uh which which was the downfall of me uh so we had to continue it tonight uh but it, it was great okay it's a great episode regardless Anyway, there's timestamps in the description, so if you want to skip around, if you want to skip a certain part, or if you just can't wait to get to a certain part, that's all listed out down below, so you go look at them if you want. If not, I I don't mind. Uh, Subscribe so you don't miss the next episode. Turn on notifications for new episodes. Turn on automatic downloads. And um, without any further ado, unless you have something to add, Gavin, I'm good. That's what I thought. Let's just jump yeah, into bitch.
1: it. Let's just jump into it.
0: So, I only have one like news minute story that I wanted to yeah. kind of riff on a little bit. So, do you have you heard about the the recent stuff with like Trump and the the vaccine.
1: Oh, I guess he's like um, promoting the vaccine now, or a little a little bit. He's yeah, like, he's, he's like, like the like, vaccine's pretty cool.
0: He's like, hey, maybe
1: maybe you get vaccinated, and everyone's like, fuck you.
0: The the libtards got to him. The antifa deep state got him. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean, part of me is like kind of happy that he's kind of getting a taste of his own medicine, but like. Part of me is just like, I agree with that. Everyone should get vaccinated. But when yeah. it comes from Trump's mouth, I'm like. Well, it's it feels weird because
0: we haven't like had to deal with him for a while. Yeah. Only his acolytes. Almost a
1: year now. Yeah. So like, it's weird that this is his comeback. Uh, yeah. Well, I think it's just him trying to sink his teeth back into the news media and become relevant again. Yeah. Before trying to do something. And, oh yeah,
0: he's going to come back, he's going to run again, and he's going to run on just being worse I, than I, how I, he was before.
1: I don't know how it, like, I I was telling my coworkers this, if Trump wins again, I'm going to shoot myself in the stomach. And the reason I choose a gun instead of a sword is because guns are more highly regulated, or guns are less regulated. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, if he wins again, oh jeez, I just. I think he's going to be primaried. Oh, yeah. No shit. I think if he. Oh, yeah.
0: If he. It's going to be primaried. If he doesn't bend the knee on the the vaccine stuff, because like his people will not. Like they are more anti-vax than they are pro-Trump.
1: Yeah. like There's
0: like there's like Trump forever fan fan people that are like, they're like, fuck Donald Trump now.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's weird, too. When before they treated him like a messiah. Mhm. Well, it's weird too because um now if the establishment Republicans in the in the in Congress go like, "Yeah, no, don't support Trump." They lose their seat. That's just how it works now.
0: Right? Um But I, I think the uh I think the whole vaccine thing might be enough for the Republicans to to primary him. Like I think oh, yeah. most of his fan base is going to abandon him on this issue. You think? I think so. I think he's going to be primaried by like tucker carlson or like a straight up mm-hmm. nazi so tucker carlson yeah like i think he's going to be primaried
1: by someone who's way worse mm-hmm. and is also anti-vax did you see tucker Tucker carlson's thing on um uh, it was right after january the 6th and he was talking about like oh what happened at the Capitol was terrible but well, when people have suspicions about the, the the election we need to take it seriously and it's like we did take it seriously. We investigated, and we found nothing. Yeah, there was no like there were there like were baseless. I think there were like a couple
0: of states where they recounted, and it was more pro Biden.
1: Oh yeah, like I think it was Wisconsin and Arizona that did recounts, and so each time wasn't they, there
0: one state that flipped after the recount?
1: No, I don't think I so. I think,
0: I mean, I, I vaguely remember hearing about. It. I might be just thinking of
1: not that I all know the times
0: of. that like the count was like, Oh, we missed a few Biden votes.
1: Yeah. Uh, well, you know, I, um, I, I haven't heard of anything that, uh, was like, Oh, state flips because blah, 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 blah. Um, but I'm, I'm definitely interested in seeing that. But, um, every single time, like a state like Arizona or Wisconsin did a recount, the news was like, Biden wins again. He's now won five times. <laughs> yeah. And these recounts, like it's ridiculous. Um, um, uh so you know if you're a voter, well, please vote important to vote um, and if you're a person who denies that the twenty twenty election was was um like a uh, legally held election, I-, I pity you,
0: yeah, like get a new thing, get a new thing, get a new thing because they've become a flatter some people have like like they they've really they wrote it into the ground. Mm-hmm. the whole like election conspiracy thing yeah it's so played out now yeah and nothing happened from
1: it well now some things are happening from it on a local level where um I was listening to npr today and i'm not gonna be joe rogan and say oh i was listening to the npr blah blah blah, blah but i was listening no, to if NPR. It's joe
0: rogan it's like hey i was listening to the objective news source the daily wire yeah
1: um but NPR was talking about how Hey,
0: you know, I like to I like to have a di- a diverse uh pool of news sources. Sometimes I listen to Fox News, sometimes I listen to Newsmax, sometimes the Daily Wire, sometimes
1: InfoWars.
0: Sometimes InfoWars. You
1: know, um the whole thing. But NPR was talking about how um local legislatures are being um kind of pressured to implement election legislation. that would essentially mean if if a uh enough people didn't like the results of an election, they could overturn it. Isn't that if what en- sorry, elections are supposed to Let me reframe be- that. If enough, if enough of a minority disagrees with how much the majority wants an elected, elected official to be elected, they can overturn it.
0: Yeah, so they're just...
1: That's That's not so democracy. The, the
0: principle <laughs> behind that is like, well, if enough people want something, then we should make it happen. That's what the election is. And then you're trying yeah. to do the opposite of that. But
1: the, the thing is, the opposite of that is being started by a minority. Because if they wanted a, a certain person to win, they should have rallied harder. They should have worked yeah. harder. Right? Like, that's the thing. They're a minority. If, if you win an election, or you're if a you part- think,
0: Or if you think there was some meddling in the election, investigate it.
1: Yeah, totally. Totally investigate it. But here's the thing: um, there are a lot of people on the on the conservative side who are saying, if if you believe that the election was real, then why don't you just let us investigate everything we want to investigate? The thing is, well, didn't they do that? We, didn't they, they did already that, do right? that? Right. But they found that most of the claims were baseless accusations. Yeah. But also, what happens when you have a biased investigation? Yeah. Of people who will find something if they're allowed to look for it. Right, right. That's the other thing um, that I'm afraid of. And yeah, that-
0: you could have like a million, you know, third party uh, cyber ninja investigations firms investigating it, and they'll find nothing. But all it takes is one like Infowars investigation Info oh, to I come up a- with exactly oh, what Infowars I- I was, was a- saying before. Found a
1: bamboo ballot. That means it came from China. They were looking for bamboo fibers in the paper of the ballots because if they were if they had bamboo in it, you know it what? meant it came from China. Do you realize the level of what the fuck you
0: talking about? There's a few groups that are like that. There's election conspiracy theorists, uh Beatles conspiracy theorists. Beatles Paul
1: is dead conspiracy theorists. Yeah. That- if you play <laughs> Yeah, if you play yellow submarine backwards, backwards. at half speed. Guys, Paul McCartney died in 1966. I think that's how the conspiracy goes. And it was replaced by a gang, guy named uh, Billy Shears, um, who was referenced in the Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club band song. Um,
0: if you play Yellow Submarine backwards at half speed, uh, then Paul McCartney uh, both says that he's dead and he predicts the COVID-19
1: pandemic. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Can't make this shit up, folks.
0: And the third group yeah. that's like that. Marvel fans.
1: Mm-hmm. Can't.
0: Marvel fans are like that, where they'll like read into every pixel of every trailer and be like, oh, yeah. That's. yeah. Like with WandaVision, you remember yeah. how people were like, every episode, everyone was like, oh, Mephisto's going to be in this one because someone wore red. Oh. Mephisto's like Marvel's devil.
1: Oh, okay.
0: Yeah, people thought. Satan himself was gonna be in the show, which like I thought so too. Yeah. But some people took it really far. Yeah. Like the last episode was about to air, and people are like, oh yeah, there the, he comes. The, the main villain is gonna be Mephisto, this character that was never introduced <laughs> up to never. this point.
1: Um, I really liked WandaVision, though. I watched yeah. that entire thing. It really gave me like and I this is totally me getting way too much into it, but it, it definitely gave me that kind of like um COVID um kind of quarantine vibe yeah where it's like we all make sure you stay close to the mic okay sorry because we all right now are under the the premise of like a lot of shit's happening and i don't have the time to deal with it right i think wanda was going through through the same kind of thing where like it's gonna be a five-year span before you get people you love back and they didn't even know if they were gonna get them back
0: yeah for for all they knew it was just that's it everyone is gone forever
1: yeah and that was wanda's way of being like i'm gonna separate myself and not worry about it and this is my reality that i'm gonna live in and this is the elements i'm gonna control I'm, yeah
0: i'm gonna just immerse myself in sitcoms until the bad feelings go away yeah
1: uh so she became a millennial
0: yeah um, a very relatable experience <laughs> Wanda Vision was one of the shows mm-hmm. that you just immerse yourself yeah. in until the bad feelings go away yeah
1: and then you know there were those moments where she saw something and then it went into like normal cinematography. Yeah. And it would be like something happened and it got really serious. Oh yeah. Right. And it makes me think about everyone who's been um, like quarantining and going through like their own kind of Wanda vision. And then your mom caught COVID and she's in the ICU. Oh yeah. And then it got really serious, you know? Um, I'm of course reading way too much into it, but that's just the way I saw it. Yeah.
0: Well, I, I relate to that, too, because, like, I lost my job uh, due to the pandemic. And I was on unemployment for a while, which was nice. You know, I got to just, like, stay at home and do stuff that creatively fulfilled me. Mm-hmm. A lot of sitting around, but also I did stuff. Yeah. Um. But, yeah, like, there were a couple of points where I think it was, like, towards the end of last year, it was running out and there was no plan to continue the pandemic unemployment Mm -hmm. because you only get a set number of weeks. And when it runs out, you're fucked, Mm -hmm. you know, find a job basically find a job. And it wasn't until like the last possible moment that they were like, okay, you can some, you can, uh, add additional weeks on, you get another, you know, whatever number of weeks Mm -hmm. added on to your, to your claim. And then that just buys you a bit more time. But, yeah, I looked for a while, like, like oh, shit, I'm running out of money. Yeah. It's the middle of the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Um, You know, it's really hard to, like... Because, like, also, I went to film school, so I'm... Fuck, my phone is... Uh, you got to turn on Do Not Disturb. So, yeah, I went to school for film, so... I'm doomed to be unemployed forever or else work, like, a shit job. <laughs> and, yeah, I couldn't get, like, any kind of uh job in my field my only other option was like work at walmart or something like yeah that's one of those moments where it's like oh shit i can't ignore everything anymore Mm -hmm. luckily i was able to ignore everything for a set number of extra weeks but yeah Mm -hmm. then i had to get a job and it's whatever
1: Mm -hmm. well i'm happy to say that um uh, and not to be like, yeah, fuck you, Alex, but I'm happy to say that I was, I was, uh, happily employed as a pharmacy technician.
0: Well, it's, well, it's like we were saying, uh, last episode, it's the difference mm-hmm. between classy living and trashy living. You know, I'm not
1: <laughs> saying that man. Oh, come on. Classical <laughs> Abby. Shut up. Um, no, I mean, Alex, I see you, you're trying to make the best of what you can do with what you have right now. Right. And so I respect that so much and you've let me into your life through the podcast and everything. So I appreciate that. Um, I'm just especially lucky because I have parents who are willing to let me live in um, what would be considered a upper lower class penthouse.
0: Yeah, we're at we're at Gavin's house right now. We're in what is basically like a pretty nice uh, like studio apartment. And it's just the small chunk of the house that Gavin gets to himself. There's like a fridge, (laughs) a sink a whole like oven and a stove. Yeah. He has a, like an entertainment center. Guess
1: what? I get it for five years. So I have it really good. <laughs> I have it really, this is, really good. This is
0: part of his basement.
1: Yeah. And I'm allowed your run like over the, the house. I'm allowed to go and do whatever, um, because my parents are awesome and they're lovely people. But eventually life will fuck me in the face and we'll be like, hey, you gotta get a job, bitch. You yeah. Know?
0: Well, someday, You have to buy a house. Yeah. Or else rent forever.
1: Oh, geez. I don't want to do that. I really don't want to get it.
0: Yeah. I have to learn something. Yeah. I'm kind of banking on being the world's most famous YouTuber so I can just have that financial uh, stability. If that happens. Yeah. If if only that happens, I'll be fine. You
1: know, push comes to shove. Who knows? Um, Push comes to shove. I'm banking on really lax gun laws. So... Um, I'm
0: banking on, like, financial reform, or else I personally get lucky, or... uh
1: those are my only two options. Mm-hmm. By either. lax gun laws, I'm not implying that I want to hurt anyone. I'm talking about hurting myself, and that is a joke. He's Don't.
0: Just, he's just talking about you know sparking the revolution. Uh, no, I'm not. He's gonna be this. He's gonna be if anyone the n- friction that causes the spark that lights the flame that grows into a bigger
1: fire that burns down the first order. If any, oh Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> if anyone's thinking about hurting themselves, don't do it. Don't get help. Don't do it. Get help, please, God. Get help. Um, uh, I was that was a joke. Anyway, um, I let's make it known though that one thing that's not a joke when it comes to our lives is that when the pandemic started, all these boomers were more than willing to risk our li- risk our lives so oh, that yeah. they could get their McGriddle in the morning. Let's not forget that. Let's not forget. Let's that. never forget that they were like. Yeah, sure. A twenty-something can die. I just want my fucking McGriddle. My yeah. parents served in Nam, and it's like, okay. Well, if if you happen to know of like
0: your state representative or your state senator, or whatever, any person with political power that advocated against anything that would help the working class through the pandemic, like you know, pandemic unemployment, um, you know vaccines medicaid expansion anything like that you know don't don't do anything bad to them but like,
1: uh, no, if, no, you wanna, this, like do- if you want to like if you want to
0: like protest outside of their home no. uh i mean people i mean are doing that at u of m uh, okay that's college though. i think that's kind of different like yeah. the, the the university president Really? Uh, yeah. Has he? Okay, so he's like terrible. The the
1: <laughs> what what college so the, president isn't terrible?
0: <laughs> U of M is like awful when it comes to like the 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 leadership there and like the mm-hmm. bureaucracy. Mm-hmm. And there was this guy. I don't know much about the situation. I'm just going off of what I remember hearing. But there was this guy who. <gasps> Whoa.
1: What? John Madden died. Oh shit. The guy, the football the guy. The football man. And he they just came out with a documentary about him. Anyway, I don't I hate to derail this. Oh. Sorry. You heard it here first first, <laughs> folks. John died. I mean, that's not funny. You rest in peace. Ave Maria G. It was good to see ya. Can, continue, continue, Alex. So there was this guy,
0: um I think he was like a university like doctor or something. He he something involving like physicals or something for like sports and stuff. But anyway he he was basically what's important is that he was in a position where he was able to be um like a like a sexual predator towards young women and he did for a long time and the president i think was involved in like covering it up or like he defended the guy and there's like a whole bunch of of victims who, whose lives were severely altered because this guy You know, they did those horrible things and the university president was complicit in it. Mm -hmm. And there are people with like tents set up outside the guy's house and there's all kinds of like signs and everything. And, you know, it's 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 a peaceful protest, but it's like, you know, this guy can't leave his home without encountering. The yeah. consequences of his actions. You know, people
1: are like, "Stop! Like, stop harassing this guy." It, you, you know, there's a difference. It is
0: the least, it's the least it, punishment. It's the least. It's the lowest form of punishment that he's probably ever going to get. You honestly. know what's,
1: You know what's odd. Um, so if you are aware that someone's committing a crime and you do nothing about it, um, isn't there a law like that? If you know someone's committing a crime and you do nothing about it, that's illegal.
0: Maybe it might be like a state thing. Okay, may may vary by state. I I heard something like that,
1: especially with stuff like sexual assault
0: and stuff. There's some people that are mandated reporters, so if they hear about like abuse in the home, they have to report it. Totally. Yeah. So anyway, any any form of nonviolent protest, I'm not going to advocate for any like form of violence towards these people. But like, if you want to do something to just fuck with their day go right ahead. (laughs) Go right ahead. You know, if if you, if if someone has been actively killing the working class, I think it's okay to annoy them a little bit. Just a little, do a little bit of trolling. They're
1: the ones calling us lazy. These people who are like, yeah, they can die. Fuck it.
0: You know, did you see the guy that called the working, like he called workers, um, uh, let me, let me Google it real quick, but he called them like human capital stock. I'm sure that's an economics term. Oh, I don't know. It hold on, let me find the clip. Cause the clip, it's like it's not someone talking about economics. It's like fucking put the animals back to work. Like it's that vibe. Jeez. But anyway, yeah, that's that's how they see us. Yeah. So it's definitely okay to like ruin their day.
1: Or just inconvenience so like if you find the president of U U of M's phone, don't do anything illegal. But if you want to just make, like, 200 alarms set 10 minutes apart, I would not uh, have an issue with that. All right, I found the clue. Yeah, let's see it.
0: Our human capital stock uh, is uh, ready to get back to work. And so that there are lots of reasons to believe that we can get going way faster than we have in previous
1: crises. But I just, was that recently? That was a yeah. White House guy.
0: Um, human oh, cap- this, this, uh, this is from a tweet from May 2020.
1: But yeah, the human capital stock is ready to get back to work. I think – because that to me looks like he's in a position that he's using economic terms. You know what I mean? Because he meant capital stock as in like we as people, right? We work and we make products that companies sell to people who also work, right? Right. To make products or services yeah, for people I, I who understand. also work, Yeah, I understand. It's right? like
0: an economic term. But still, especially in that context, it is like you're dehumanizing most Americans. What we're doing. Just say like,
1: well, we have a lot of. I'm
0: I'm talking about like the words that he used, Mm -hmm. but what he's saying is also still bad. This is May of last year and he's saying, yeah, fuck it. Put him back to work. The fact that he says human capital stock is just
1: like. Wait, was this during the Trump administration?
0: Yes. Oh, okay. I'm not surprised then. May 2020, but okay. uh, yeah, this is a White House advisor, Kevin Hassett. Okay. Um, yeah, like what he's saying is bad and how he's saying it is also bad. It, even if it's an economic term, it, you can you still to, call them people. You, you have
1: to remember too, that was during a different administra- administration.
0: It was a different time. It was a year ago.
1: <laughs> it was a year ago, but uh, you know, administrations really set the tone for how our, our policy is, is kind of instrumented. Um, in terms of like means and ends and what is going to be done. So when I hear that coming from the Trump administration, I'm not surprised. Um, especially, I guess
0: the bar is pretty low.
1: I mean, for me and I'm, you know, I'm obviously a biased person. I'm not in favor of former president Trump, but, um, yeah, you hear that former, former president Trump. That just sounds so good to me. Um, (laughs) I'm sorry. Uh, uh, And I'm not a huge fan of Biden either, but um, he's exceeded my expectations, at least, you know, and I'm happy he has. I just and (laughs) for me, the issues I have with him are totally like rich white boy issues of like whenever he gets on stage to say speech, my heart rate goes up and my blood pressure goes up because I'm like, please just say words. Yeah, like, don't say
0: anything racist.
1: Please just don't say, don't say poor kids are just as smart as black kids. I was
0: just going to say that.
1: Black kids, wait, what is it? It was a... What did he say exactly? Poor
0: kids are just as bright and just as talented as white kids. (laughs) Oh, my
1: God. Oh, my God. Oh, it's a good thing you were Obama's vice president. Oh.
0: Do you know why he was Obama's vice president? Because Hillary said no. That because
1: Hillary was like, nah, that, I want to be that, president. And
0: this is what I heard about it. The reason that Joe Biden, Mr. Crime Bill himself, was Obama's vice president <laughs> is that he wanted to appeal to white conservatives.
1: Okay, yeah, he wanted to appeal
0: that. to the racists because, like, the, the party leadership was like, oh, if we can have a black guy as president. Yeah. We got we to gotta throw a bone sorry, sorry. to the to the American, mascots.
1: not sure we can have one of those as a prize. And then he won and became one of the, uh, in my opinion, and I think uh, in many shapes and forms and measurable uh, accounts, um, one of the best presidents in American history. Um, he still drone-striked kids. A lot, a lot. He did a of, lot yeah.
0: of drone strikes against innocent people. Every
1: administration has its issues. He
0: was all right on like social issues.
1: Yeah. Domestic stuff he was pretty good with.
0: Like, socially, like the fact that the Supreme Court legalized gay marriage nationally under his presidency, it's pretty good.
1: Just remember that's out of the president's hands. Yeah. He, he, that wasn't People something. People still
0: like, give Obama credit for that. I, I guess the fact that it happened, well, he happened to be there. President is, by circumstance.
1: It's cool or that whatever. That would have happened even if any other president was president.
0: Yeah. He gave up on uh, campaigning for Medicare for all. He was – back in the day, I think he was, he was at least pro-public option.
1: Yeah. I mean, and then that's he just the gave up on I that. I don't understand why people hate the public option thing because well, they, they assume it's like socialism, socialism. And I'm like, you know, it's just like you like your insurance, right?
0: Yeah. Cool. I don't like the public it. option, but from the left
1: – you don't like the public option from that's coming from the like, left
0: from like i don't like it because it's it doesn't go far enough on the left side like my my problems with it are from a left wing perspective
1: okay continue continue i'm i'm just i'm interested
0: yeah it's not something that i've like thought about in a while but mm-hmm. um so i'm just going off of like old memories but yeah um the reason that I remember hearing about why it's like, because but I'm not like an economic student. I just go off yeah. of what I hear from people that know what they're talking about. But the reason is that the government can't really compete with private corporations um, in that space because I believe the issue is that the public option will be used basically only by people that can't get private insurance so like people that are already sick people with pre-existing conditions people that can't afford it
1: i heard something. people that are going to
0: be a greater expense Mm -hmm. on the the insurance industry so that means that the 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 system the public option will be hemorrhaging money Mm
1: -hmm. while
0: the private corporations will be making bank because they only have to worry about people that are already healthy yeah because anyone that needs to actually use their insurance they can just kick over to the the public option.
1: Mm-hmm. I heard something similar. Um, it was... And it also,
0: by the way, it probably wouldn't have been as well-funded as something like Medicare for All because if it's for everyone, it's going to get robust funding because everyone is going to use it. Mm-hmm. But if only a select number of people are going to use it, it's so much easier mm-hmm. to just take away yeah. the budget for yeah.
1: it. Yeah, I heard something similar. Uh, the issue that I heard was that... Um, if there's a public option, then private insurance companies will simply kick over the really sick people to a public option. Yeah. And just defer them, right? Yeah, and so, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, and so um, uh, that will mean that anyone who's on a public option are just going to be, as you said, very, very sick uh, and will be hemorrhaging money. Um, and, and I get that, and, and you know, that's – I, I, the way, the,
0: the way it's that I think to, about it is, is that if,
1: rationalize that, if know, we
0: can me. also, if, if it's only for like the poor, yeah then it's going to be so much easier. Cause if it, cause it's probably going to be like a means tested program only for the most poor people in the yeah. country. Yeah. Those are the programs that are most likely to get cut. Yeah. No one is going to like eliminate public schools because pretty much everyone uses them. Mm-hmm. they'll cut a lot of funding for it, but they won't get rid of it. But it's so much easier to get rid of programs that only are for the poor. But if it's for everyone, if it's universal, then it's like, well, what, are you going to get rid of roads?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, because well, if
1: if, think, if, if public what, roads
0: were only for people that couldn't afford toll roads, and it's like, well, we, mm-hmm. can, uh, we
1: can cut the public roads. Well, I think the thing surrounding the, like, for instance, uh, Affordable Care Act right now is like, the fact that so many people are on it that getting rid of the ACA would destroy so many lives right yeah. i think what that's why you have
0: to do a like a, a transition you exactly. have to transition to it
1: um, um, and, and that's what and the, anyway
0: the other thing that i forgot the other thing that i was going to say is that if you can if, if the government can do a public option why don't they just do medicare for all yeah if you can do a little bit of of socialized medicine just go all the way
1: yeah so I think one thing that people are trying to hedge on for, uh, a, a national health care plan is kind of like an ACA effect where so many people get on it that just simply repealing it would fuck up so many lives. Right. Yeah. Um, we'll see how it goes, I guess, but, um, uh, fingers crossed for a national health care plan. Um, that's all I have to say about that.
0: <laughs> yeah, I remember when Trump, like, was campaigning on repeal and replace.
1: Well, no, he was campaigning on repeal, repeal and replace. He was working on repeal. Okay. Right. So.
0: Yeah, he was, like, doing, like, a whole media tour for it. Like, right. we're going to get rid of the health care. It's going to be great. Everyone's going to die. It's going to be awesome.
1: Well, he was, like. I'm gonna repeal it. and replace it with something so much better, so, much-, it's so gonna be much better, so much it's better. Gonna be,
0: just trust me. It's gonna just be trust so, me, so, much much so much better. It's gonna
1: all you sick people. It's, it's gonna, gonna be fine. great. It's gonna be great.
0: What is it gonna be? It's gonna be great. great. It's gonna be <laughs> tremendous. What's Mr. Trump? I'm what's gonna, your plan? Okay, what's, not, Mr. Trump? What's your plan? I'm gonna repeal the health care. And, and I'm gonna replace it
1: with something better.
0: What? But what is it? It's
1: great better. It's, better it's
0: great it's <laughs> it's tremendous oh
1: god man oh geez man and then i remember um john mccain got a lot of flack because um people were like they he was the the final vote if you voted in favor it would be repealed if you voted against it it would be uh left in, in yeah didn't
0: he vote against it he voted against it
1: uh Based. because they didn't have uh a, a replacement they didn't have a replacement right and uh, he wasn't weren't
0: you listening the replacement was going to be something great
1: Oh, i'm sorry i'm i forgot that huge. i'm not a fascist i'm sorry i forgot that I'm not a fascist who just puts my opinions and my uh my my greater logic as an individual uh to a demagogue it was gonna be great it was gonna be great <laughs> great it
0: was gonna be so, it, it, was gonna be so you much wouldn't better. you wouldn't believe it if I told you
1: yeah no so I'm just gonna spare the details. Like just trust just me. Just trust, trust me. me. Remember those people who bought um apartments from me? Trust me. Remember Trump steaks? Remember Trump st- remember Trump Airlines? It was remember how great it was? Oh, it's so great. Best water or best water best steak
0: I I was chomping on a trump steak right before this that's how I yeah that's that's what gets me going Mm -hmm. yeah I was just I I unhinged my jaw and slid a a raw (laughs) trump steak down my gullet
1: it may have been rubber
0: it actually might have been a dog's chew toy
1: it may have been
0: um um speaking of that I have to go to the bathroom I'll right, refresh then, your water while you're doing. Oh that. no, I, I didn't actually have to go to. The, it was the bit.
1: Oh <laughs> so shit! You can get me more water. I'd happily get you more water. I probably should take it easy on this tequila because. I think um no that uh not
0: it's uh it's non alcoholic um oh yeah no, my, it's it's non when it's, I, did I say
1: tequila I meant uh Gatorade it's, um
0: Gator yeah it's clear <laughs> it's white Gatorade with some rubber rubbing
1: alcohol to sanitize my mouth yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. Like you got some... <laughs> to get the 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 bleach into your veins for it for to, to, to it's, clean It's you. my
1: COVID vaccine. I just because yeah. have you seen uh, COVID uh, against um, tequila? It... No, you haven't because it hasn't survived. <laughs> yeah.
0: You can cut that if <I'd> you want to. <laughs> um. Would it make more work
1: for myself? Yeah, Alex, I have some peanut M and M's. Here.
0: oh yeah just eat them like right next to the right microphone right next to the mic if you want to ju- if you want to like put the microphone in your mouth while you're chewing yeah them. hang
1: on i got this we're gonna start a uh what is the what is the term for sound
0: oh asmr
1: asmr channel i was gonna say irs because we were talking about <laughs> talking about government and i was like an irs channel we're going to do your taxes. We're going to do your... Ta- <laughs> Both of your shit. That's another thing that Both got fucked say, up by the, ta- the
0: private oh, corporations.
1: Turbo tax? Tur- fuck turbo
0: tax. Dude, fuck, fuck H&R turbo. Block. Jesus, man.
1: And they're like, we'll do it for free. What's the issue? And it's like, the issue is uh, the government could just give me the bill that I already have. You know how for. else
0: my taxes could have been done for free? If they were just done by the government. They know what I owe... But I have to figure it out. Yeah. Imagine if you like go to a restaurant and you order like a salad, yeah. right? And they're like, here's your bill. You owe us some money. Figure it out. Mm-hmm. And you got to like figure out what brand of dressing they used. Where did mm-hmm. they get the lettuce? And you have to find out the price, the the market prices of all those. And you add it all together. And you're like, do I owe... If, for this for this side salad? They're like, no, actually you owe us seven dollars and you're going to jail.
1: Well, no, they go, they go, you go, do I owe you seven dollars? And they go, maybe. Pay us the seven dollars.
0: We'll figure it out later. We'll figure
1: it out later.
0: And then the IRS. If this if the salad was five dollars, then we'll mail you a check Check. for two dollars. And then and then if it's
1: if it was actually ten dollars, they go FBI, open up! <laughs> oh, wow, that was so loud. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to do that. <laughs> but it,
0: if you get I it wrong... I heard that distorted through my headphones.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm so sorry about that. Um, uh, you know, if you don't get it right, they're like, hey, let's make a payment plan, we can figure it out. And it's like, you could have just told me at the beginning. Yeah. Imagine if you had a friend like that. Imagine if you had a friend who's just like, hey, man, get me back for these. Get me back for those, um, those um, paper towels, Alex. Do you know how much you owe me alex uh let's see uh how much was the package divide that
0: by the number of rolls divide that by the number of sheets get the square root of pi add 10 and um i don't know
1: wrong you're going to jail <laughs> <laughs> could you imagine oh man america is like like that really uh Self-conscious slash paranoid boyfriend. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I don't. I'd, like, they redact things. You're too far from the mic, it's going to pick up room noise. They redact things. And then they don't tell you the full story of why they're redacting things. Like Jake And they Gyllenhaal. do some good things. They do, don't get me wrong. Like, they let you borrow their car. They let you eat some of their food. Some of their food. Some. Some.
0: Like a, enough cannot to keep be, you alive It cannot be warm Yeah It
1: cannot be warm food um, It cannot be like vegetables It, it has, has to be like Coca-Cola It has to
0: be the, the past the expiration date at the grocery store
1: It has to No, it, ha, it just has to be like processed
0: shit Yeah Right uh, and take a block of cheese while you're at it because yeah. he has too much cheese for Because he bought a bunch <laughs> like fifty <laughs> bunch years ago,
1: the and then didn't know he bought a bunch of milk from the '80s, and he didn't know what the shit with The milk went bad; it. it became cheese, and
0: now you can have some.
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> oh, um, uh, sometime, and then whenever you're like, "Hey, man, like, what do you, what do I owe you for this?" He goes, "I don't know."
0: Well, I, he's like, I don't know, but you know, he knows. And he's like gaslighting you (laughs) into doing math.
1: (laughs) Taxes is just gaslighting guys. The government is gaslighting you into doing math. (laughs) And he goes, well, but here's the thing. I have a friend who can calculate all that stuff for you.
0: I have a friend who paid me to not tell you what you owe me. So I got the money from him. You give money to him. Uh, and he'll keep giving money to me, so you have to keep figuring out how much money you give to me. Yes, America. See, this guy gave money to me, so you have to give money to him and me. You
1: wait. You use some of the things that I have, and then so you. And have, I will not fund it. I will not fund I, it. I. You but, can use the
0: bus if you're lucky. Yeah. I. I will not. Pay to keep the roads in good condition.
1: Mm-mm.
0: If you if you hit, uh, if you hit a pothole, and eh, f- fuck you, yeah. I'm not gonna fix
1: it. Yeah. If you if you hit a, a pothole, pray hole, it becomes fuck, a toll road. You know, if you, here's the deal: if you hit a pothole and then hit a tree, break your neck, you have to be on pain meds, get addicted to pain meds, which I won't pay for. Right. Which I won't pay for, and then have to get off the pain meds, so you turn to weed. Which I will which arrest I, you for. Which I will arrest you for. So Except I just well
0: parts of me, uh this this states don't really translate very well to the metaphor, but parts of me are cool with <laughs> you doing me. weed. My arm is cool but with if it. My but if I as a whole find out that you're doing it, I will kill you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> In other words, if you hit a pothole and become a pothead, go fuck yourself. Yeah.
0: I love you and
1: give me money. But America. But we're pretty cool.
0: Yeah. And if I do catch you doing anything I don't like, then this guy over here that owns a bunch of basements, Mm -hmm. he owns a bunch of dungeons. Mm -hmm. He paid me to make sure that you end up in one of them. Yeah. Go to the dungeon. uh, uh, I catch you smoking weed. Mm -hmm. uh, Go to the dungeon.
1: What's What's that? Want to go to a different apartment complex and not have to deal with me? None of them want you, not even from the north. because <laughs>
0: yeah, you've been to a dungeon. What is that?
1: You want to go across the street to that cool-looking, united...
0: Oh, you want to get a job because of all the money that you have to give me? Uh Sorry, you can't get a job because you've been to one of the dungeons.
1: Exactly. And, you know, the, the places across the street cost a lot to live there if you're an American. But if you were born there, it's cool. But fuck you. Mm-hmm. America. I love this country, that was pretty cool.
0: Yeah, I like the people. Some of the people. Some of the people here are pretty cool. Some of the people in some of the places are cool.
1: Yes. I like
0: I like the movies that come out of this country. Yeah.
1: I like the fact that I like that, some of the um, music. I like the fact that a lot of European countries are like, Hey America, this could be a lot easier if you did it this way. And then we're like, shut up, we make half the world's GDP. Oh yeah. Yeah, back to the boyfriend metaphor.
0: Uh, one of your friends that you know also has a boyfriend and he like pays for your health care and stuff. And mm-hmm. he's like, well, you know, we we really could do this. And your friend says to you, hey, we, you know, it's really no problem. My boyfriend has less money than yours. Mm-hmm. But your boyfriend's like, hey, fuck you. Mm-hmm. I don't have enough money for that. Well, he's buying a, a $10 trillion jet that doesn't work. But keep in mind though." It's, he also needs a lot of guns. Yeah. Like he has more mm-hmm. guns than the next 10 but boyfriends he combined.
1: He doesn't own but them. But he needs more. The tenants of his place own them. And they keep on shooting your pets. Yeah. And killing a lot of your pets when they're at, at pet day, doggy daycare. This metaphor got so out of hand. So out of hand. And you're each time you're like, hey, could, uh, hey, man, did um, you do something about that? And he goes, let me talk to the people. Can we do something about this? And they all yell, no! <laughs> uh, d- yeah, this, this metaphor is really exaggerated. But keep in mind, too, a lot mm-hmm. of the tenants at, the, at this apartment complex make the medicines.
0: So is this a boyfriend still or is it a landlord? Yes. It's your
1: boyfriend and your landlord. I guess yes. that makes sense. Yes. Um, so a lot of the medicines that are used by the apartment complex across the street were made... By the tenants of your boyfriend, landlord. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Just thought I would point that out. So anyway, yeah. Uh, anyway, Trumpsters
0: became ta- anti-Trumpsters over the vaccine. That was the News Minute story. All right. Thus concludes News Minute. So uh, last last week we were supposed to do an episode talking about 8-Bit Christmas. What's you that? smell weed. Yeah, I smell weed. In for your the family, record i
1: don't smoke weed someone in your family lighten it up do you want to, okay do you want to put this on pause for a second and do an investigation i mm. this investigative investigative reporting i kind of want to know where this is coming all from. right like because i smell it and we're going awesome awesome possum where do we leave off
0: so we just finished news minute, by the way. Uh, welcome, well, welcome back uh, to the to the show after our uh, brief three day intermission. That in the show is going to be like a second. It wasn't um, three days, was it? Yeah, it's been like I don't know. It's been some amount of time. Definitely more than like, a day.
1: I mean, within three at days. least an hour at least <laughs> at least an hour yeah
0: <laughs> yeah so yeah we left off we did news minute and we were just getting into 8 bit christmas the movie that you definitely that you saw oh, right I gavin i totally
1: oh i totally saw that movie especially in that 3 day gap i totally I'm yeah such an asshole. i totally watched that movie um, Yeah. it was such um, an yeah so we tale. we were
0: supposed to review 8 bit christmas for what was going to be the christmas special But we're recording this on New Year's Eve, and the day that this is supposed to go up is New Year's Eve. So this is our uh, sort of New Year's special now. Alex, why don't you
1: just make it New Year's Day, man? Like, give yourself a break.
0: Nah, these go up on Fridays. I decided that many months ago, and I owe myself to it for inexplicable reasons.
1: You gotta sleep, man. I mean, goddamn. Yeah. I had a, well.
0: Anyway, so eight-bit Christmas. What are your What are your thoughts on it?
1: <laughs> you know, that was such an enduring, loving story about a boy and his quest to get a, a Nintendo entertainment system. It's just um, it's the
0: purest form of love between a boy and his Nintendo.
1: Mm-hmm. And how he had all of his friends like rallied around him uh, in holiday cheer and in holiday fashion to. um acquire such a device is such a enduring story of love and uh togetherness and of triumph and you know uh you know i heard from other sort i mean i heard from the movie that um he didn't actually you know he never actually got the nintendo entertainment system that christmas but he bought it the next summer and then Then when he bought it... And you know then, that from the movie, Nintendo not because 64. I told you
0: the first time we were... No, not this. from other
1: sources. Definitely not. I learned that from, from the movie. Uh, that I definitely watched and took the time uh, out of my busy schedule to watch. And um, such a good... <laughs> such a good tale of, um, of togetherness and love and fucking christmas bitch
0: i hope the sequel i hope they make a sequel and it's just the kid finally gets the nintendo and then immediately the super nintendo comes out
1: i hope they that's how the timeline
0: works out that like i did the math on it it's like well there's like maybe a few months between this kid buying the the game and then the next one coming out
1: you know, I hope they make a sequel. That's um, who's the who's the main actor again? I forget. Uh, The adult. Yeah,
0: Neil Patrick Long Harris. Guy.
1: Neil Patrick Harris. I hope they make uh, a sequel with Neil Patrick Harris trying to get a, a PlayStation Five. I think that'd be funny.
0: What? What you mean? The news?
1: What? I. I'm not. I'm, what are you referencing?
0: Because everyone's trying to get a. Yeah, PS5 Alex. Now. That's
1: the point. That's the joke, Alex. I love you. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. I, I get it now. I, I get it. I want a, a little bit above negative twelve there when I That's when I fine. yelled. That's fine. But um, I think I went to almost zero. So um, it's okay. Yeah, we're talking about audio stuff. You plebeians wouldn't. Yeah, understand. some people.
0: Some people will uh, purposefully uh, yell loud enough for it to peak like that. Because it's really funny when audio is distorted. See, the joke is that the audio is
1: distorted. You know, Alex, um, you know, I don't use the term master comedian often, but, you know, in this case, man, you've really hit the ball out of the, out of the, out of the, um, out of the, I don't know, sports, but you've really hit the ball somewhere, and man... Oh, oh
0: please, woo! I'm just an analyst.
1: Oh, man, just, you know, have you considered stand-up? I have. Wow,
0: wow. I used I, <laughs> I used to. The last time I did it was like a... Oh, I bumped my glass. The last time I did it was like a year and a half ago, and I'm afraid to do it again. But yes, I have considered.
1: Why are you afraid? Where's this fear coming from?
0: Uh, well you know it's like a i don't know i already have anxiety and it just mm-hmm. gets so much worse when i have to like be funny
1: in front of people like i'll you know, do it's it not about, it's not about being funny i've learned like especially at work it's about just making observations that everyone's like oh you're thinking that too you know yeah and so like as long but as But the you can observations just, like, do hit...
0: still have to be funny
1: oh definitely but as long as i think the funniness comes from People thinking that 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 one chord of thought is obscure, yeah. Right? They're they're like no one else can be thinking this, and you're like, hmm. oh no, I've thought that too, and I totally think the same sequence of thoughts that you're thinking, and I think that's where the comedy comes in, where it's like that is yeah, oh, that is
0: definitely a big element is, of it, like this relatability. Is a,
1: this is just a big problem that we've all been dealing or a big situation that we've all been dealing with, and yeah. have just never talked about it. <laughs> it's- you know, yeah, I think that's yeah where the that is a big part of them. Um, and, another and I'm big part like is confidence like too,
0: like, having oh, totally. confidence in what you're saying.
1: Like, it, like it's I, one thing to say, it's one thing to say, like, man, how about that? Um, how about, how <coughs> how about that airplane, but it's another thing to say, man, have you been on a plane lately? You'd think they've been doing some research given the airplane food joke but damn i've tried their shit now and it's terrible still it's like you they, should take that, that two... to
0: an open mic yeah you should
1: you i know think what you alex would, you would you know what alex
0: so many you know, you, you know what you should take you. that on ed sullivan
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh alex. no no for oh. real
0: though like i don't know about you but i've been to a lot of open mics and I
1: believe you. Yeah, I'm sorry. I've, I'm talking from a sense of like I've not done an open mic ever.
0: Yeah, they're fun. You should go to one. Don't no, don't even go on stage. Just go to one. It's it's fun because well, like, it's either good thing, I, or you can like be uncomfortable with the rest of the room, you know? Oh, totally. Like if someone's bombing, hey, like I have a, It's a group <laughs> experience.
1: I have a sequence of stories that I think could be very funny. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Try it. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it might alienate look, some statistically, people, Statistically, like, like... I I know how you are, and I I sincerely don't think you would be the least funny person there. Like, you would... <laughs> there would be someone a general there open that's mic, less funny. I'm not funny sure there.
1: if I should be... I'm not sure if I should be complimented or insulted there. <laughs> it's, a,
0: it's a bit of a compliment to you, and also an insult to some people that go to open mics.
1: Hey, man, I appreciate that. Especially coming from a guy who's like actually been somewhat on the circuit like yeah in there you know like i yeah well I appreciate bad it, material
0: you. with good confidence is better than good material with terrible confidence
1: totally i think because like i won't name lost. names but
0: like i've seen a lot of people go on stage with like mechanically good jokes like these are like sound jokes yeah yeah but they just deliver them with so little like finesse you know like totally, it's
1: totally you know like I think it's just I sort like, of
0: like oh, i guess this is what i'm saying tonight like like if you're gonna say something on stage in front of a group of people you know put your whole body into it oh, and, totally. and some like, people yeah, don't do really, that and it and it just it it's uncomfortable
1: yeah no it's totally like a like if you're gonna do comedy on stage and this is coming from a guy who's never done comedy on space on stage. So take it with, and it by the way, yourself.
0: I have been guilty of that too.
1: Amen. Brother, I, I, amen. We're all, we're all human and we're all fallible is what I've learned from life. Um, but like, you know, you've got to really commit to it. You know, when you're on stage, you gotta, like, you gotta find your island of comedy and be like, you know, this is my genre. And in front of these people, this is the island that I'm, this is the solid ground that I'm going to stand on and say it from. Because if you mm-hmm. don't do that, then you're just kind of floating and like, I don't really know, like, this is what I'm trying to get at. And the point of your joke shouldn't um, be explained. It should be apparent.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's,
1: again, coming from a guy who has never done stand up, mind you. I just want to, I, <laughs> I want to say that. I want to make that perfectly clear.
0: Right. It is it is a very intuitive thing. Like you have to it's not something that you can really explain or teach how to do, but Mm -hmm. yeah, you have to definitely know yourself. You have to know who you are, what you bring to the table, I guess. Oh totally. Definitely. Not necessarily have like a gimmick or like a shtick, but Yeah. Have some idea of what you're good at. Not to, like, mm-hmm. limit yourself, but to, I guess, make your th- make your strengths stronger.
1: Oh, totally. Uh, like, I would say even make your strengths stronger, but also... Because, like, as you get well-known, you develop a typecast of, like, this is your kind of comedy. And to break out of that and make something new, right? And it, it's hard because when you get into that eggshell... And this is coming from a guy who's never gonna stand up, mind you. But I imagine once you get into that eggshell of like this is my genre of comedy, breaking out of that eggshell and making something new is a lot harder. hmm Um and yeah, I Yeah, there's really this show that of-
0: Haley and I have been watching that's really good. It's about uh a woman in the fifties like doing stand up.
1: Is it um, the Marvelous Miss Mazel? It is. Dude, that Have show is it? so good. Hailey oh, and I just so finished season good. 1
0: last or uh, like a couple hours ago.
1: Yes. It's so good. Oh my god, it's so fucking good. I love it so much. Mostly think about how like absolutely hot Miss Maisel is. Oh yeah. Well, yeah, that Oh my god, dude. Oh shit. That does, like not even that does just count. like physically. Just like Dude, she's oh, yeah. got all the fucking bases covered. She knows how to get things scheduled. She's she knows Chad. how to get things done. She knows how to make dinner. Not saying that a woman that I would be involved with would only have to know those things because there's a whole well, personality anyone, do, thing.
0: Don't, making a good dinner is a good skill for anyone.
1: Oh, most definitely. But if like if if a person that I'm involved with, like, knows how to schedule shit. And knows how to get my, like, life together.
0: (laughs) Basically anything that I'm not good at is going to be so awesome.
1: But, like, for me also, like, if someone's doing that for me, I would be like, how can I make their life better? And I would try to better myself, as any relationship should be. I would like to preface that. Mm -hmm. Um, But, um, you know, I just love that show for it's um, creativity and... uh, like making me find weird attraction towards someone who is very much a mom.
0: Well, yeah, she's very conventionally attractive, but also, and I know it's like, I know it's like a a meme to be like, Oh, you know, this person has a great personality, but like, like if like, I didn't know that someone could have a hot
1: personality. Oh yeah. Yeah, totally. I totally, (laughs) I totally get you because like, just like the spunk and the spice that she has of like of of like okay i can be a mother i can be a i can be a wife but then when i'm put down i'm not gonna stand for that shit, Mm -hmm. right and like i just dude i don't know how to describe it it's such a like compelling like wow i want this person in my life i hate that she's a scripted character but damn oh damn yeah. damn yeah that's it that's my two cents on that um
0: yeah i know there's there's four seasons of it out now um Haley and i just finished the first one
1: <laughs> um
0: don't tell me if it happens but i hope she hooks up with lenny bruce
1: you know i haven't watched all of it um i i the last i heard of it and this is when i stopped watching uh because i'm just not in the loop of things but um she was getting back together with her ex husband.
0: Yeah, that was uh, towards the end of the first season.
1: Oh, by the really? way, for the listeners,
0: I... if you haven't seen the show, the the basic premise is that uh, there's this this married couple, uh, the, this Jewish married couple in in New York. Uh, the guy works in an office, and he also like is like pursuing stand up, and she's like a, a amazing housewife. You know she makes amazing food she is you know great at like interacting with people and and getting like getting stuff done that she wants and like she'll like bring a um uh, a brisket to the comedy club so her husband can get a good slot a good time slot and um <laughs> that's classic and, you know, that's oh, like, it's I like love their dynamic it. But then oh, man. one night the husband like bombs and he's like, look, I'm not happy. I've been having an affair. He leaves the wife and the wife drunken that, that night drunkenly goes on stage and accidentally becomes a better comedian than her husband.
1: And like, it's like not even just a better, like she fucking slaughters. Oh yeah. Like she just like hits every fucking, like she does great. And um I don't know I just love it because it's it's a very good story of how you can be at the lowest of lows and it's still fucking funny. Yeah. You know, um I I you know, like the I, whole I don't the like, whole
0: time like for the first few episodes I was like, oh, I, she's going to bomb at some point. She has to. That's like part of the the whole thing. Um but yeah, when she did, I first of all I saw it coming cuz she didn't prepare any material and she had normally just relied on winging it which is a very unreliable uh tactic but yeah then she bombs and it's a very realistic depiction of that what happens um basically you know she's like oh yeah i got this i'll just talk about my new job Then she just, she talks about her new job, but without any jokes that a normal person could relate to. She just describes things that happened that day without any like real punchline or anything. And it's like the kind of thing where we're like, if you're not her, you, you wouldn't find it relatable or funny. Yeah. But she's just relied on like talking about her life and she's made it funny so far but you can't rely on just like being funny forever. Like you have mm-hmm. to have jokes and she oh, doesn't. Yeah, totally. yeah. And she's, she's totally unprepared and she's mm-hmm. like, oh man, the, the spotlight, it's so bright. And, and she's just like, she's floundering on stage.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And yeah, anyone that's done standup for any amount of time can definitely relate to that. And it's a very, very relatable experience i mean not for me mm-hmm. so much because i you
1: know hard, hardly ever
0: happens to me
1: yeah totally of course you're you're always slaughtering it, oh, yeah. You know? yeah totally
0: no i've had great nights i've had terrible
1: nights it's all about balance i guess can I, um can i can i tell you a, a joke that i have started at my job sure So I'm not sure if I've already told you this, but, um, I, uh, you know, I work at a pharmacy and we have a drive through. And so every single time I open the window, I try to come up with a new saying to say like, Hey, welcome to CVS. Oh yeah. Home of the whopper. So I say, welcome to CVS home of the whopper. And like with some people with some, like, really like, I have to get my script and I have to go to work with those people. It's like, Oh, okay. I'm here to pick up my script. But for soccer moms, man, that joke fucking slaughters. It does so good. Yeah. Because they're really not expecting it, and they're also kind of hungry, because they're always kind of hungry during the entire day. And so <laughs> yeah. I, go, I go, welcome to CVS, Home of the Whopper, and they just burst out laughing. They think it's the funniest shit ever. And it's so funny to them that they actually are like, wow, hold on, I need to change gears here, because now I'm all on food, and I need to like focus on <laughs> what I'm trying to pick up. and. It takes them like a good 30, like not 30 seconds, a good 15 seconds to be like, okay, wow, what am I here to do? And um, I just find that to be like the most like rewarding, like I'm getting objectively, I'm getting paid to do that, right? So it's like the most rewarding um, transaction I can have when I like can make someone forget why they're here. Yeah, (laughs) because that's the point of a farm, like to something that's so obvious, like I'm at a pharmacy right now. Why else would you be at a fucking pharmacy,
0: right? Right. I think it's for like most they- people, you don't expect, or maybe you don't want your pharmacist, or I guess in your case, pharmacy technician, to like be jokey. You know, you don't expect oh, a totally. pharmacist to be like doing his Type Five um, while he's like handing out opioids <laughs>
1: June <is> type. Five. <laughs> um, the other one is um the the whopper joke and the um welcome to cbs where the only thing to fear is fear itself um and then there's a third one that's um oh god what is it it's um welcome to CVS where it takes three licks to get to the center of a tootsie pop what can i do to help you
0: you should take that on stage
1: you think like for real or are you being like jokey well, me. if you
0: can make it relatable to, like, the average person, definitely go for
1: it. Oh, total. I also have a string of stories that kind of, like, combine into one story. Um, So I kind of have a general, like, I guess in my given life experience, I have one good maybe 10-minute set. Mm-hmm. Um, Maybe more if I actually, like, pay attention to what is funny in my life and try to write it down as soon as i can
0: yeah yeah you want to do that for sure yeah
1: because
0: if Um, if you don't write if you if you think of something funny and you don't write it down uh it is gone forever
1: yeah yeah totally well it goes where
0: all dreams go to die
1: oh totally just like my parents marriage um but like (laughs) that's a joke by the way just like my parents my parents are happily married i promise i'm in a good position um but, uh, wow, but, 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 but.
0: okay, you gotta, you gotta flex all over us.
1: Well, that wasn't a flex more as like, I don't want someone who's watching this to be like, oh, I hope, you know, the many people, the many millions that are watching this, are listening to this podcast, I don't want them to be like, man, I hope Gavin's okay. I'm in fact fine. Um, but,
0: I don't know if Hallmark I- makes divorce sympathy cards. I'm like, but sorry, it do, didn't work out. I'm going to bring you one like, next time. I feel like it would be more you. of a
1: statistic. It'd be like, you know, half of all marriages end in divorce. You're not really special. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, half of all marriages end in divorce.
1: You're not special, okay.
0: asshole. There's You'd like two things this. that a marriage can end in divorce or death. <laughs> so statistically, it makes no sense no. That a lot you're of missing one part.
1: Divorce. No divorce or widowing.
0: Yeah, divorce or death.
1: Well, okay, but those I are implies... the only two
0: ways that a marriage can end. Either you get divorced, or one of you dies.
1: All right, Alex, I agree. to disagree. I have to pee real quick. I'll be right back. Give me like thirty right. seconds. All right, freshly urinated. He's back. Awesome. All right. So anyway, 8-Bit Christmas, very good, uh, very good movie. Incredible um, movie. Incredible. I mean, frankly, Oscar nomination material there.
0: Frankly, if I if I do say so myself, pretty good.
1: Pretty good. Pretty good.
0: All right. So with that out of the way, uh, <laughs> let's talk about Spider Man No Way Home. So we oh, saw man. it the day that we recorded this podcast the first time and i actually wrote down some bullet points uh the first time it was kind of all over the place now we get can, to I, redo can it. I explain silver linings explain, all over
1: real quickly can i explain what happened to make us have to redo this because oh, it's the yeah, dumbest sure. bullshit so um uh, my sister who will remain unnamed um well she was she was partaking in some um some uh uh she was really just smoking. Um, she was Mary Jane. I'll just say Mary Jane. And so she me was and Alex
0: smoking.
1: She wasn't Mary smoking anything. Just Mary Jane. Nana? Just Mary. No, 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 no. Just just Mary Jane. Just Mary Jane. It's just say Mary Jane. Anyway, so me and Alex sitting in my nice basement, code word, uh, which Hopefully sounds no terrible, but it's that. actually well furnished. Um, <laughs> sitting a, here. And I go,
0: it's a very nice place.
1: It's a very nice place, and I'm very fortunate to live in it. Uh, but I look at Alex and I go, um, "Alex, do you smell? Do you smell weed?" And he's just like, "Yeah." What the fuck? And I'm like, "Yeah, what the fuck?" I'm like, "We need to go do an investigation real quick." So I go up, upstairs, <laughs> upstairs, and my sister's room reeks of, um, of smells of certain smells related to a certain lady named Mary Jane, and, um, you know, um, yeah, she
0: didn't shower.
1: We I figured. Guess.
0: Mary didn't
1: shower something. She just snuck in through the window, you know, protected by a silver spoon. Um, and, uh, so anyway, me and Alex come back down and, um, meanwhile, isn't your uh, mom
0: like feet away? She's like,
1: oh yeah, 20 feet over sitting on the couch. Oh, totally. Oh yeah. Uh, no, no more than, I mean, I would say a good, like five meters. Um, and my, <laughs> it's just the way the, the, the house does the airflow. So like it goes from my sister's room right to the fucking basement. And so, um, no one else <laughs> smelled anything except for me and Alex. And so we go upstairs and, to investigate and my sister's like, she's like, oh yeah, sorry. I was blown out the window. And I was like, sorry, sorry. She was like, sorry, Mary Jane went out the window. And I said, oh man, it's a shame we missed her, because um, uh, we were smelling her down in the basement. And my sister was like, oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, she
0: really needed a shower.
1: She really needed a shower. And so me and Alex get back downstairs, and uh, um, Alex I, uh, apparently forgot to hit re- record, I, when we went upstairs, he uh, hit so pause. So what The recording happened? thing.
0: I meant to pause the recording, I hit stop instead, and I did not Push the record button before hitting play again. I thought I knew how to use the recorder.
1: Like I Italian. was
0: mistaken. Ugh.
1: You know, a lot of times things have been written off in history, Alex, as being just mistaken. You know, what are the fans going to say, Alex?
0: I they'll, they'll probably say, um, I'm unsubscribing. I'm going to turn off notifications and automatic downloads for new episodes. Ooh. I'm going to unsubscribe from YouTube and I'm going to unring the notification bell. In fact, I'm deleting the YouTube app off of my phone. <laughs> it's funny uh, I'm I blocking it on Chrome. Mm. And uh, frankly, I'm throwing out my computer
1: wow wow that's Man. what i think the fans I mean, will say frankly alex part of that is 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 terrifying and a part of that is humbling to know that we've reached so many people on so many different platforms and you're so right you know, I'm, I'm equally humbled um, as 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 equally as i am terrified um, and our spotify is
0: deal th- is going to be canceled
1: i know i'm not going to get that
0: that joe rogan spotify deal
1: dude it was online with like how much joe rogan was gonna get it was crazy you know um
0: yeah some estimates uh,
1: had it more yeah even more i like i was listening to philip defranco and i was like wow i didn't know we were that big
0: and do you know how hard it is to return a ferrari
1: as hard as my penis man well it
0: it is hard
1: difficult <laughs> let's change it from hard to difficult <laughs> as difficult as your penis
0: um
1: <clears throat> Alex,
0: Alex, i told you that oh, so what did you okay. think of
1: spider-man no way home anyway spider-man no way home um i thought it was a very good film actually um i i really liked um i mean kind of as we were saying before about comedy i like the whole like dynamic between uh Toby Maguire um spoilers by uh, the way Toby Maguire, Tom Holland and Andrew Garfield. I thought the whole interaction was great because they were as three Spider-Men, they were talking about the things that we as fans were wondering about their different genres. For instance, um I think Andrew Garfield was like asking Toby Maguire like, "So, where do your webs come from and does it shoot out from any other place one of um,
0: one of the two predictions that i made there was going to be a cum joke there (laughs) it was
1: (laughs) and the other uh, one
0: sort of was right it was if you if you kind of stretch it's it's kind of (laughs) true
1: and i really like toby Maguire's response of like well i've never really looked into it um and he's like like, i "I don't
0: (laughs) i don't do breathing
1: Exactly. Yeah. Totally. I don't. I mean. Okay. But yeah. I I love seeing them on screen
0: together. It 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 really shows like their individual personalities. Because like seeing them on their own, it's like yeah, whatever. It's just another just another Peter Parker. But like seeing them mm -hmm. together, it really like highlights you know their individual personalities. And I like their dynamic together. I like how Andrew Garfield was like, oh, I always wanted brothers.
1: Oh yeah, man. I like how Andrew seeing them get a second chance.
0: As, I like as Spider-Man is great.
1: I, I, I agree with you. And I like how Andrew Garfield, um, his character was kind of written to be like, not a sorry letter to the fans, but kind of like, uh, I know my guy wasn't the best guy. He, well,
0: he was great as an actor. And oh, his totally. version of the character was pretty good. I, th- I've okay. Look, a lot of people now are saying, oh yeah, we didn't. We need another amazing Spider-Man movie. He was such a good Spider-Man, looking
1: back on it.
0: But like before the movie came out, they were like, oh, those movies are terrible. He's the is the worst Spider-Man. And I really, always thought he was pretty good.
1: You know, um, not, I feel not like to, to toot Garfield. my own horn,
0: not to virtue signal. Mm-hmm. I just i I'm not a fair weather fan of Andrew Garfield. Mm-hmm.
1: I feel like. Andrew Garfield really fell under the curse of uh, Hayden Christensen, where it's like, you're not a bad actor. It's just the script was shit. Exactly. Exactly. And so, um, you know, I feel like he was a good Spider-Man, and I feel like his character was written to be, like, a medium for the directors to be like, hey, I'm sorry we let you down. But, like, also, he's a good actor. He's a cool dude. We've written this to make you understand that it's not him it's us
0: it's a better showcase of who he is Um, oh definitely by the way there was a moment i we didn't actually get to this the first time we recorded this but the the one part where they're all like in the lab together and Andrew garfield's like oh no big deal and you're like is there a reference to something because it kind of stood out like it was supposed to be a joke but like you didn't get it yeah i didn't Uh, it's 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 sort of a meta reference so in 2014 uh, you know how there were those Sony email leaks? Yeah. So a lot of emails that leaked were the uh, producers at Sony talking to each other about like ideas for The Amazing Spider-Man 2. And it's just the most out-of-touch boomer shit. Like, <laughs> like, you know, the kids today are into parkour. Maybe we can work that in somehow. And oh, a lot of Jesus. influencers on social media are saying hashtag NBD, parentheses, no big deal. Maybe we can work this in with the character because for him, it really is NBD. <sighs> Let me get some exact quotes from because we these these emails are. Gold,
1: so that's where then no big deal came from yeah um let's see because they were expecting to say like oh no big deal and the audience would be like oh my god i say that all the time
0: yeah yeah it it is very like it it does show how out of touch the sony execs are (laughs) because because it's like the kids like parkour and instagram well, and this is oh, a, and, like an EDM the kids like EDM parentheses electronic dance music that's why Electro that that's why like EDM is so like shoehorned in with him because the Sony well, execs wanted to appeal to the the youths.
1: yeah, yeah. and I feel like this is a really good like this movie is a really good example of how one genre's trash is another genre's treasure where it's um you know Andrew Garfield was given a shitty script and ha- it had a lot of like really boomer and By logic the way, and- the
0: first Amazing Spider-Man movie is not bad. Like it's not a bad movie. It's not the best, but it's not bad. The second one it's it's kind of a dumpster fire. There's some good elements to it, I guess, but not not great. The first one though, pretty solid. Um, there's this guy uh, on YouTube. He's more popular on TikTok. On TikTok, he's at Zero Wolf, and the Wolf has two L's. Uh, on YouTube, he's Keen the Bean. This will be in the the description. Uh, but he has done a few different videos talking about the Amazing Spider-Man and how it's like actually good, and he breaks down like you know what it does well. Um, so yeah go check that out uh but yeah i just wanted to say that
1: yeah but um you know i feel like the the things that the fans disagreed with with the andrew garfield genre of spider-man really really showed i guess a sort of like understanding in this film and in uh uh what is it no way home yeah okay i'm bad with names sorry to the audience um so the things that didn't really work with andrew garfield's genre um were able to really show their light in in this one as like hey i know he said that and i know it's really out of place uh sorry sorry about that we understand that's not like (laughs) we understand that's not very like hip uh as as shown by the reactions of uh tom holland and uh toby mcguire because they're like Okay, no big deal. All right. Yeah. Yeah. It it, yeah. it
0: does also, like, that line does also serve the purpose of, like, conveying, like, like, he's been there before. Like, he has already cured the lizard.
1: Oh, totally. Like, that was like, a big oh, yeah. part of the that. first
0: Amazing Spider-Man movie. You know, totally. where it's like, how are we going to possibly cure these guys? This is such a monumental obstacle before us. And then he's like, I literally did this like five years ago.
1: I did. Like, this, this is like the first ago.
0: thing that I did as Spider-Man.
1: I already did this. No big deal. And they were like, okay. And he's like, yeah, no big deal. I'm like, all right.
0: And it oh, is yeah, like, I, I think it's like the one time he gets to like flex on the other Spider-Man. Cause in like in the other scenes, he's like, Oh, I want to fight an alien. All I fought was a guy in a mechanical rhino suit. I want to fight an alien. I want to go to space. I want to be on a team. Mm-hmm. And he's I like, mean, and definitely oh yeah, definitely no big Holland's, deal. I like, cured this guy.
1: Definitely, Tom Holland gets the 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 brunt of the acclaim because he was a part of the Avengers, and that's a big, 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 big situation. <laughs> that was that was
0: a funny moment,
1: and and oh, yeah.
0: Toby's being just so supportive. Like, oh, that's incredible.
1: Oh, what I love is that part. Like, I love Toby because he's like he's not. They it's all, clear all that his angry. character, his character isn't meant to put people down, or it's like even in any slight, like unmeant sort of thing. Equal, like I don't know what the Avengers are, and therefore you're not good. He was like, "Wow, that's awesome! I'm so proud of you." He just but, wants
0: to be a nice boy.
1: He's trying to like be nice and be like, "Hey, we're actually here to do a job together. Let's figure it out. You're a part of the Avengers, I assume because you bring it up that it's a big deal. So wow, you're part of the Avengers. What is that? Um, I just love that part. that is pretty good,
0: yeah, yeah, I thought the like the cameos and everything were done very tastefully, like Toby and Andrew being in it. It's not overdone. It's not underdone, and I they are all very in character like it, it is very consistent with their other appearances um and they don't overshadow tom holland spider-man they don't it doesn't feel like there's not enough of them uh and same with like doctor strange and daredevil uh who also shows up matt murdoch is peter's lawyer which yeah makes sense he would be peter's lawyer i think it's happened in the comics before he's defended a lot of superheroes in court um and i it, his cameo isn't really overstated and all he does is really like be le- peter's legal counsel he's not there to like take down the the multiversal threat like that's not really his wheelhouse so he you know it's that's handled pretty well like um keeping it up my... keeping it uh to his to his scope you know
1: yeah can I bring up my one issue with the plot though? Sure. So, all the Avengers know of Spider-Man. They know that he's a part of the Avengers, but they also know each other's alter egos. Am I correct on that? Yeah. So, with
0: and Keep that in so- mind a lot of the Avengers like aren't around anymore? What do you mean? Like well, Iron Wait. Man's dead. Captain America's old as shit. Black Widow's dead. Hawkeye is trying desperately is she to dead? retire.
1: Wait, she, did, did, no? She didn't. She's not dead. Dead. Is she dead? Dead?
0: Black Widow is dead. Dead. Oh no! If you die for the Soul Stone, you die. Yeah. So yeah, Iron Man dead. Captain America old as shit. Black Widow dead. Hawkeye desperately trying to retire. Thor, he's he fucked off with the Guardians uh hulk he is just trying to live his best life uh he's he he was in the she-hulk trailer he he was in the she-hulk trailer i don't know if he's back to being bruce banner permanently or what but he cameoed in shang chi as bruce banner not as like hulk or smart hulk or anything oh that hurts my heart that's the whole original team
1: because I was so totally with, like, Bruce Banner and fucking Black Widow. Ugh. Ugh.
0: I would have liked to see that developed. It was kind Ugh. of weird how it was just, My like,
1: heart!
0: ...not committed to at all. It started oh. and ended with that movie.
1: Oh, my heart. Oh, I loved it. Oh, I loved that part. Ugh. Oh. Damn. Anyway so so yeah the original
0: team they're all they're mostly out of commission but there has then to be the new guys hold up there's there's there sort to... of like a new avengers team being formed sort of
1: but they're but, like but, but some of these may
0: maybe shang chi black panther whatever they do with that because obviously chad chadwick boseman died and the the girl that played shuri is like an anti-vaxxer so she might not be able to be in movies uh I don't know what they're doing with that, but uh Kate Bishop is gonna be the new Hawkeye. She's definitely gonna be in the new Avengers or Young Avengers or whatever they do. Um so yeah, Spider-Man would just be uh
1: he'll work kind with whoever there. will
0: work with them. Uh, but, but anyway, what, what were you saying? Yeah, so my on only that?
1: issue there is that, like, for instance, uh Captain Strange or Captain Strange, uh Doctor Strange, he knows all the Avengers and all their alter egos, and if he doesn't know, he can find out. hmm Um so he casts a spell at spoilers. He casts a spell at the end of the movie that makes everyone forget who Spider-Man is.
0: Everyone forgets who Peter Parker is.
1: Everyone forgets. I mean, I'd say that in the terms that like everyone knows who Spider-Man is in this in this universe. Everyone knows who and Spider-Man
0: is, no one knows Peter Parker.
1: Exactly, but everyone knows that Spider-Man is Peter Parker is my point.
0: No. They don't know who Spider-Man is
1: exactly well that's what i'm trying to say is like before the spell they knew who spider-man is after the spell they don't know who spider-man is right everyone everyone that peter parker has come to know love and trust and so um my whole thing is well there has to be a data like because that is just memory it's not just like every hard drive on every computer there has to be a computer somewhere in fucking avengers headquarters is like somewhere in the
0: blockchain
1: somewhere in the blockchain that's like hey by the way uh spider-man his identity is peter parker this is top secret information right so with that said like also like captain captain strange dr strange has to remember like the whole fight with thanos right and and Spider Man was instrumental in that. In fact, he was dusted and then he came back in the final fight. So, he would just
0: remember. He would just remember Spider Man being there. Yeah, he
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember yeah. Peter he remember Parker. This, being he there. Remember, hey, Spider Man's there. Hey, that's cool. But he also knows Spider Man as a kid, as, as Peter Parker, right? So he goes, oh, well, he wouldn't there's remember Spider-.
0: after this. Yeah, Spider-
1: yeah, 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 yeah. But he, there's the thing though. There's a the weird thing, right? He knows every single Avenger both on their hero aspect on and on their interpersonal aspect and as they are as people right and then suddenly he's searching through his memory he's like but what about that spider-man dude what the fuck's up with him he goes man i just remember spider-man but i don't remember the guy i don't remember the dude without the suit and then he goes this seems a little suspicious Why don't I remember would I would, being Doctor Strange, being the guy who calculated that this is the only way out of this Thanos trap, I would know who Spider-Man is. Obviously, I would know that. And he would be like, Huh, let me go through my spell book and see if I've done any spells recently. Oh, yeah. I did a mind erasing spell. And seeing as- there was most likely people filming the whole spell where he erased everyone's memory of who Peter Parker or who Spider-Man is or who Peter Parker is like
0: well keep in mind that relies was, on him like caring enough to think back on it
1: exactly exactly. but like given that there was enough people like they were like, oh look at those look at those rips in the universe. <laughs> Let me take out my iPhone and take a couple pictures. Yeah, you got to assume.
0: It's like I said before, you got to assume that it just, like, deletes any footprint or any evidence of whatever you're trying to make
1: everyone forget. Okay, but in that case, then, Peter Parker in every single country is an illegal alien. It's best not to
0: think about it.
1: You know what? Fuck you. (laughs) Oh, I hate this i'm not okay i don't hate it i don't hate it it's just like come on man like i get okay i can put a a certain amount of like okay maybe also dr strange put a whole thing of like oh also i won't think about this in the future and no one will think about this in the future he
0: probably does this so often (laughs) that it's like routine Cause it's like he oh, was when he was talking to Wong about it, he was like, Remember that the the party at Comertage? And he's like, No. And he's like, Exactly.
1: Yeah. Uh, but my point is that. So like, this is probably Spider-Man, a common
0: occurrence for him.
1: Yeah, but my point is that like Spider-Man is so associated with so many different things that know who that you can get to a base person in that that just erasing him would be like okay, we got rid of these weeds for now, but they'll grow back. Yeah. You know?
0: It's best not um, to think about it.
1: Okay, let's not think about it. That's my only issue. Well, I, with I would rather
0: it be the way it is. Like, it's, it serves its function in the narrative. It, it's, it tells a good story, and I would rather it not be over-explained, because if they tried to, like, explain every aspect of it... Then it just brings up more questions. But if you just fill it in, f- f- mentally fill in the blanks with whatever makes sense to you, mm-hmm. y- you can you can sleep at night at least.
1: Okay, and I can respect and it's, that. And it's
0: like, it's magic. You know, how does any of it <laughs> yeah. work?
1: Okay, this is Marvel. It's not fucking Harry Potter.
0: Uh, I mean, Marvel can get pretty weird. At times it might oh. as well be Harry Potter okay did you know that the story by the way i explained mephisto earlier in this episode in real time three days ago uh i explained mephisto and he's basically like the devil in marvel comics Mm -hmm. so the story that this is loosely based on is called one more day and it is a story where peter makes a deal with the devil in exchange for his marriage to mary jane watson he gets his anonymity back, and he gets Aunt May back, because Aunt May was shot after Peter Parker's identity was revealed to the public. He makes a deal with the devil, and the devil wants his marriage for some reason. Marvel gets so, weird.
1: The devil wants to marry Mary Jane.
0: No, he just wants their marriage to not happen anymore. He, he wants them to like not ever have been married. And it's it's sort of oh. like resets the timeline a little bit. I really, mean, it's because just... the writers didn't know how to write Spider-Man with like a marriage and a and a and a child and like living a happy life. So they just wanted to take him back to like the old status quo. But yeah, in Universe, that's what happened. He made a deal with the devil, and the devil hmm. wanted him to be single and ready to mingle. That's Marvel.
1: <laughs> Alright, I'll take your word for it.
0: So, uh, anyway, uh, moving on, more aspects about the movie. Uh, so, what did you think about the villains? Because I, I thought a couple of them were handled pretty well, a couple of them were not handled very well at all.
1: Well, I liked how um, they really deceived not only the character, like, not only the Spider-Men, but the audience in thinking that maybe the Green Goblin would be a nice guy. Um,
0: I... I may be gullible because the same thing happened with Mysterio when I watched Far From Home, another movie that you definitely saw, right?
1: Oh, uh, I definitely saw that, yeah. The, the, the whole time was I was explicit. like,
0: please just let Mysterio be a good guy this time. But then, of course, it's all an illusion because he's the master of illusion. That's his like whole brand. But yeah, the whole time in Far From Home, I was like, oh, he's being such a nice guy. I just want this to be genuine. I just want someone on Peter's side. And then the twist happens that everyone saw coming, but I still was devastated. And just like with this, uh, and by the way, uh, partly because of Willem Dafoe's performance, I believed that this was just Norman Osborn wanting help, which it was for a while until the goblin was like, ah, I'm going to kill people
1: yeah i mean really it was uh it was norman osborne being like like hey i actually want to help you because i'm norman osborne and i'm not actually a monster meanwhile the green goblin is just gathering information
0: yeah and um at one point when they were when they were uh, designing the 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 chip for doc ock um i think this was when like some people were walking in front of us in the theater but uh, and so you didn't hear it but yeah norman was like Hey, look, when this is all over, you're like, do you want a job? You know, if you really if you want to co- commute across universes. And really? it's like, I, yeah, he was like, do you want a job at Oscorp when this is all over?
1: Wow. Wow. And it's man, like, that's...
0: A, nice Norman Osborn having yeah, good interactions. Like... You love to see it until he kills Aunt May. Spoiler oh, alert!
1: fuck. And seeing that, that scene at the end, of, near the end of the movie where, um, uh, I think it was, uh, fucking, 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 what's his face? Spider-Man, but the Avenger Spider-Man, Tom Holland, was Tom beating Holland. up, yeah, was beating up Willem Dafoe's, uh, Green Goblin, and he's just going and going, fucking going at him, and obviously the Green Goblin's fucking out for the count, and he's just trying to keep his back straight, and fucking, you know, he's just going, going and going, And then um, fucking um, uh, the two other Spider-Men look at each other and go, almost like, are are we going to do something about this? Like, we don't kill people. We don't kill anyone. We're here to try to cure them. Well, Andrew Garfield
0: probably killed people between The Amazing Spider-Man 2 and and this movie because he was like, I stopped pulling my punches. I got violent. I got vengeful. So for him, yeah. it was probably more like, oh my God, I've been down this
1: road but before. nothing in canon, right?
0: Well, nothing that we've seen, but he said in the movie after Gwen died, he was like, I got angry, I got vengeful, I stopped mm-hmm. pulling my punches. And when Spider-Man doesn't pull his punches, people
1: die. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I get that, but it's not in canon yet, so... It's better not well, to it's, think it's about hinted it. Alex. That, but we it's just better not to seen think it about yet. it, Alex. It's better not to think about it, Alex. It's better not to think about it, Alex. How does that feel?
0: Well, when you say it like that, it feels very uh not nice.
1: Like an itch that hasn't been scratched, right, Alex?
0: I suppose.
1: That's what I was expecting to hear. Alright. Now you understand my issue. <laughs> um but yeah no i just love that like interaction of like hey man like let's do something about this because he's obviously hurting and we need to intervene in this because we're not gonna let this and i i'd like that kind of outsider perspective of like like both andrew garfield and toby mcguire know what's up and they're like okay yeah i've been through this because they've both sort of been this. there before exactly and it's not a, a look of like oh shit, we need to handle this. the look of like, we need to handle this delicately with grace, with respect toward both sides. And be like, hey, look at, look at, he's, you have done your job. He is in a susceptible position to be given his cure. That's our job. We're going to do it. And then, (laughs) and then Tobey Maguire gets stabbed. But anyway. which um, Which
0: is sort of one of my predictions. My other prediction was that the other two spider-men would show up but one of them probably toby mcguire was just gonna was gonna die because like one of the villains just like brought a gun to the battle <laughs> he didn't die he was stabbed but i still got the spirit of it
1: mm-hmm. and i love how like because like marvel didn't want to break our hearts completely i like how they say they still say oh, yeah. i've been Logan stabbed Mayor. before like they it's like we're all like, oh no, don't kill Toby Maguire. God fucking damn it, don't kill Tobey McGuire. And then, you know, he gets up with the help of uh, Andrew Garfield and Andrew Garfield's like, You good? And he's like, Yeah, I've been stabbed before. It's good. We're fine. We did the job. We're we're good. And he goes, But You're I'm in like, so are you okay? much pain
0: right now, aren't you?
1: You're in you're in so much pain right now, are you aren't you? And he goes, Oh, so much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's a fun little moment I like that Oh, love it love it and like I feel like they both know after Doctor Strange does this spell like they're gonna go back to the universe is like nothing happened
0: yeah it would be really nice because I like I said before a lot of people are now saying Andrew Garfield deserves another shot at being Spider-Man I agree I hope they do it I hope they give him another movie I would this is just an opinion that I have about superhero storytelling as a whole but i would love a spider-man tv series as opposed to movies because i think that seasons of television are a lot better at telling this kind of story than movies the hawkeye show is a great example each episode sort of feels like an issue of a comic run whereas if you just have a movie it's it's not the same you can't tell the same kind of story and Spider Man, yeah. I think, lends itself very well to this sort of episodic storytelling. But I would love to see mm-hmm. a continuation of Andrew Garfield's story, whether it's in a movie or a TV series. And I would love to see uh, Toby Maguire's story uh, um, continued. I know there was there were leaks for the for uh, for Spider Man Four. You know they they gave they were there was like some concept art and there were some storyboards that were released a little bit ago showing some ideas that they had for the movie if they don't do that i would love to see just something continuing his character but i would love to see just stories featuring each of their reactions to this happening because they all have got to have like unique reactions to this like tom holland moving forward at the end of the movie you know he you see he's like on his own he has this like shitty apartment he has no more connections he has to move forward with the knowledge that he's gained i would love to see the same thing with toby Maguire moving forward um you know being inspired reinvigorated as spider-man by seeing these other versions of himself uh andrew garfield i would love to see him moving forward like you know reinvigorated as spider-man but also making r- more room for being peter parker because like I, there. that wow. would be a really good thing to see explored there there are there. different reactions
1: i just think that it would be it would be too much surface area for that genre maybe like, I get it
0: would be a, at least a decent tie-in comic
1: i mean at le- okay yeah at least marvel like, used comic- to put
0: out uh pre uh, prelude comics before uh each new movie Ah, uh, they did them from like around twenty fourteen to twenty eighteen ish. Ah, uh, they did different comics for the different movies coming out. Sh- sort of as like setups for the plot of the movies. It would be cool if they did a tie in comic like that with the you know the other two Spiderman. At at the very least, I would like to see that.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like doing the whole Toby Maguire and and. Andrew Garfield like spin-off thing would be too much surface area for the uh the for the characters at least cinematically I think as a comic book it, it could work um I think the best bet is to stick with um Tom Holland as Oh yeah Tom Spider-Man. Holland
0: is definitely going to be the main Spider-Man but I would love to see just some spin-off material with at least Andrew Garfield
1: yeah, I could see that. and you know, I'm sure frankly, Andrew Garfield
0: would love to return because he loves the character. He loved yeah. playing him on screen. He's a, a big fan of the character.
1: But and he was also, shafted.
0: He was shafted in those movies.
1: But frankly, I think if there was going to be any movie released about Spider-Man... Uh, excuse me. Sorry, I'm yawning. Ugh. If there were to be any movie released about Spider-Man that wasn't Tom Holland people would want to be Toby Maguire Spider-Man.
0: I don't know. I've seen a lot of support for Andrew Garfield lately.
1: But the, the general like, the general attitude like... is
0: that he was um you know, he was uh treated unfairly with how he I was act. unceremoniously fired after being put in you know uh The Amazing Spider-Man 2, which was a bad movie and The Amazing Spider-Man which You know, even if you like the movies, you got to agree that the the studio uh, just is they they were very bad, especially at the time. Like what we said with this the email leaks. Like, what if we had him do parkour and say NBD?
1: I see your point, kind of.
0: And yeah, yeah, the the general attitude is that he deserves a second chance.
1: Agree to agree to disagree.
0: You disagree. What, that he deserves a second chance or that the general attitude is that he deserves a second chance?
1: Like, on the silver screen, I think he doesn't deserve a second chance because, um, I mean, the writers have already failed him and I think now the genre has moved on to um, Tom Holland and our hearts really lie with Tobey Maguire as Spider-Man. So I feel like Andrew Garfield really is this like kind of shallow middle ground between toby toby mcguire and tom holland that not enough people would be willing to invest in no
0: i don't think he's a shallow middle ground he he is very much his own character um he, he is unique uh have you seen the amazing spider-man movies
1: i think i saw one um and then i vomited profusely at like the how terrible it was
0: okay well speaking as an expert on the matter um oh yeah he was a really good peter parker he was a really good spider-man um and as someone who is more plugged into the internet i have seen a lot of support for him as an actor and as a spider-man uh actor and it, it seems like a lot of people would be on board with seeing his character continued
1: okay um, everyone, you've heard both opinions. One correct, uh, obviously, and one incorrect, obviously. Um, mine's the correct one, right? Uh, you know, I plead the fifth, you know, I feel like the correct voice is the one that's speaking right now. Um, and uh, R- yeah,
0: that's me. I'm speaking right now.
1: I'm speaking actually. So right audience,
0: now. uh, tweet at us, uh, tweet, I guess at me cause Twitter or uh, Gavin doesn't have Twitter, but, uh, tweet, <laughs> tweet at the show. Uh, hashtag um, Andrew deserved better as Spider-Man and as Peter Parker, and he's a pretty good actor as he has demonstrated in all of his roles, even the ones where he his character was written poorly. He still made the best of it, and I think he deserves another shot at the character that he uh, that he that he loves and that we all love. Um, and you know, Sony make it happen, and if you uh, disagree with that. Uh, you tweet out hashtag, um, I side with Gavin who is wrong. Um, and I, and, and I hate Andrew Garfield personally. And, and I, I want him to know that. Um, and, um, and don't cast him in anything ever again and retroactively remove his name from anything that he has ever been in. um, <laughs> and so yeah tweet one of those two hashtags and whichever side gets more support uh if i win um i will be happy and if gavin wins uh what what are what are your terms gavin
1: uh if, you know if if you win uh, alex i'll just you know f- fuck it i'll kill myself uh <laughs> if i win <laughs> <laughs> and if you win (coughs) oh that got me (coughs) (laughs) that was a good one wasn't it Uh, (laughs) um, (coughs) if I win if I win, I'll kill Alex.
0: All right, that's a deal. All right, tweet out your
1: hashtags. <laughs> to anyone who's thinking about hurting themselves or um, don't do perhaps, it, perhaps don't do it, man. There don't are people who do love it. you depression anxiety whatever you're doing going through is a disease and it reacts to just
0: just quit it
1: no it's a disease and it reacts to treatment so please seek treatment um and i i love you Um, i think that anxiety
0: and depression are a mindset and if you just decide not to have it then you won't have it
1: okay ben shapiro slash classical abby classically abby i don't i don't know what you're called anymore anyway
0: all right all right here here's the terms all right if i win I'm the classy one and Gavin's the trashy one. If Gavin wins, he's the classy one and I'm the trashy one.
1: You know, Alex, I'd burn you, but my mom doesn't allow me to burn trash. Oh,
0: wow. That's a good one. I don't have a right. comeback for that.
1: Yeah, Let me think bitch. for a second. Yeah, No, you don't get the luxury. Shit. Alright. Yeah, you have to be logical like Ben Shapiro.
0: Let's just say, hypothetically, I'm right. I would be right in that <laughs> circumstance now, wouldn't I?
1: Let's say hypothetically I was correct and infallible. I would be correct and infallible in that circumstance, wouldn't I?
0: <laughs> let's just make up a scenario where everything that I want to be correct is correct. <laughs> let's let's just <sighs> imagine a world where all of my baseline assumptions are correct, then the conclusion that I draw from those would be correct because i think so. Take that right. liberal. Take
1: that libertard. So anyway, Eight Bit
0: Christmas is really good. So good. Um oh this is uh something that we mentioned the first time recording this. Um so this Tom Holland's Peter Parker, the way that like the whole multiverse plot happens is his friends don't get into college and neither does he. Because they're associated with him and he's Spider-Man, which is like a crime. Uh, So he goes to Doctor Strange, which by the way, I was like laughing out loud in the theater because the, the way that Tom Holland's Peter Parker is inspired to talk to Doctor Strange is he sees Halloween decorations up and he sees these little like Dracula figures and the cape kind of looks like Doctor Strange's cape are are they are they Dracula- they're i guess they're wizards aren't they um I he they sees were these little were, like, wizard the decorations yeah. <laughs> and the camera like zooms in on them for like just long enough that it's hilarious and he's like wait a second huh. i was laughing out loud at that but anyway
1: oh dude the thing that killed me in that in like the whole tom holland and doctor strange thing was when they tried to do the spell the first time and Dr. Strange is like, I'm sorry, I can't make it work. I mean, the best you could oh, do yeah, I was is gonna get that to that call... Oh my god, the best you could do yeah. is hope the call that you made to ask them to reconsider works. And he goes, wait, you can just call them? And he goes, you came to me before you fucking called them? Yep. And it's funny, and I, it's great, it's great because, like, Dr. Strange is an actual medical fucking doctor Yeah. and... He knows how this shit works and he's like you didn't even think about calling them you didn't yeah. you you decided to endanger the history of the universe rather than call the university first
0: But the thing is I, I fully that. believe that this Peter Parker would resort to multiverse altering magic before making a phone call That is the yeah. most Gen Z moment I have ever seen in a movie
1: like I just I'm too awkward to talk to someone on the phone like, i can so. I can Should make
0: I... the phone call or I can I can alter the fabric of reality. One ah. of those sounds a lot more doable than the other,
1: you know I think I'll just change reality'cause I'm just like not good at talking to people on the phone. I get a little awkward, and you know i'll just I'll just change the universe. it's fine.
0: Yeah, all right, I have to use the bathroom real quick. Uh, Gavin, take this moment to reflect on your actions. I have
1: to piss, too. Hold on a sec.
0: Oh, well, then take this moment to piss, I guess.
1: We'll be both right back. Okay,
0: after these messages from today's sponsor. I don't know about you, but I'm
1: back. I'm back, too. Oh, good. Yeah.
0: So at the end of the movie, it's sort of a soft reboot, and I wanted to touch on that. I really love the new costume. I like the fact that Peter makes it himself. Uh, it looks good. It looks really classic. Um, I hope that it's like actually real in the next movie in his next appearance. Because like the the issue that I've had with Spider Man, like one of the issues that I've had with Spider Man in the MCU is that his suit never feels tangible. You know what I mean?
1: No, I don't. What do you mean?
0: Like it doesn't feel like a physical thing that you could reach out and touch. Whereas the other ones, like on set, it's a practical suit, and you can see the difference in the movie where, like, Toby Maguire and Andrew Garfield, their suits are like like they're actually wearing them, as yeah. opposed okay, to like, I see what you mean. Tom yeah. Holland, who's just wearing a mocap suit.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It just I really appreciate, um, you know, how the other ones like, there's their suits. Toby and Andrew, their suits are like actually real you can see the fabric and like it wrinkles and everything and yeah with with Tom Holland even like obviously the iron spider suit is all CGI but even the suits that are actually like cloth suits even the ones that like he's wearing on set they still CGI over it Mm -hmm. and it just makes it look less real and I I hope they learn from that in his next appearance, and I hope it's actually,
1: like, more real. Yeah, I see what you mean. Um, I'm, of course, a supporter of of practical effects. So mm-hmm. anything that kind of leans more toward that, I'm kind of uh, in support of.
0: Yeah. I do still like the, like, how his eyes move. Like, I like that. Obviously, mm-hmm. they can't really do that practically, so yeah still use cgi for that but like you don't need to cgi over the whole suit
1: yeah that's just
0: how i feel Mm -hmm. leave a comment if you agree or disagree um
1: because we know we're we know you're listening
0: yeah yeah beyond like the surface level stuff at the end of the movie i like that peter is actually properly working class like he's not like because like I, i i said this before um like he's been so- he has the aesthetics of being working class, but like the apartment that he lives in just feels too nice to be mm-hmm. like a real New York apartment that a poor family would live in mm-hmm. and the the rainy movies did it pretty well where it's it it feels like a realistic depiction of like you know lower middle class um people just trying to get by in the big city yeah that's the issue that that's the a really big issue that tom holland's spider-man has had where he he's just overshadowed by iron man but also he's overshadowed by the amount of like resources that he has and in a way it makes him less uh resourceful and I, i talked about this in the uh my review that i put on my youtube channel link in description but um, yeah, he, he just feels like he's been given too much stuff and you, you see it like a microcosm of it in No Way Home when the nanotech suit is like absorbed into Doc Ock's tentacles and the, the suit AI is like, hey, do you want to like pair this new device? Like it pops up like a pair of AirPods
1: yeah you know i like that scene that's pretty good he's like oh i can just pair this cool well i like that he
0: uses it the issue that i have Mm -hmm. is that it's not really peter doing it it's the technology doing it and peter just goes along with it now he does like proper he does use it but it's not initially his idea which i'm i'm not you know too on board with like i it would be cool if he had the idea of like, Hey, I can use this technology to my advantage and I can use it to uh, control his arms, but it just sort of comes up and it happens. And then he goes along with it. I just wish he had more agency with it. Like, I don't mind him using technology, but I want him to be more in control.
1: Aware of it.
0: Yeah. yeah. And like in homecoming, he's, he gets the Stark suit mm-hmm. and it has all of these functions that he doesn't understand partway through the movie. He learns how to use them, but it's nothing that he built himself and it's nothing that he really had to design. It's, it's nothing that he fully like utilizes until like towards the end or like, yeah, you know, more way through the movie, you know?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I get you.
0: Like a a really good example of what Spider-Man should be is, funny enough, Iron Man three, when Tony is without his suit, he's in the middle of nowhere, and he has to take down the Mandarin with just whatever he can find in a hardware store. That's that's really good. Um, that that's a really good example of what Spider-Man should be.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And so yeah, I have I have hope for the character moving forward, uh, in that aspect. Yeah, I appreciate that in the movie uh, overall, not just like technology wise or whatever, but I, I appreciate that in this movie, Peter Parker exhibits a great deal of agency. Like he makes decisions that drive the story. It's not the story happening to him and him going along with it.
1: But a lot of it, I feel, um, was really childish on his part where it's like, you know, um, Doctor Strange had a plan and then Peter kind of fucked it all up.
0: Well, he and fucked it he all up to... for a reason.
1: Yeah, but that reason was the continuity of the other movies.
0: Yeah, well, I, you know, I respect that Peter like sacrificed a lot, and he went against Doctor Strange for the sake of saving these lives, even though he doesn't really have to, and he could easily just let it happen. Um, and it is a very Spider-Man thing to, you know, go against what everyone is saying to save lives.
1: Yeah. But it was him in a different universe that killed them anyway.
0: Well, yeah, sort of, but yeah, he sees that these people are going to die if he doesn't intervene. So he does. And at the end of the day, he does win and he saves these lives. And yeah, it's a very, a very, uh, in character thing for him to do, but it, it is him going against what, is the easiest route, Um, and I, you know, appreciate that. It shows, you know, a bit of growth as a character. Shows that he, you know, stands by what he believes in enough okay. to like sacrifice the multiverse yeah. to do his way. That you know doesn't destroy the universe, but also saves these people that were going to die. I agree. And yeah, the guy that I mentioned earlier, Zero Wolf on TikTok, Heen the Bean on YouTube. Um, he's made some really good points that I've seen in, in his content about, uh, Toby Maguire's Peter, not really having much agency in his movies. Um, and yes, he makes a good point about it, about how he doesn't really make decisions. Like he just, he's a passive character. He lets things happen to him and he just reacts to what's going on. Um, and yeah, Tom Holland's Peter Parker in this movie. He he doesn't, you know, fall into that, uh, you know, that, that kind of thing. So yeah, I, I appreciate the level of agency that is, that is shown in this movie. I just wish there was a bit more of it overall. Pretty good though.
1: I would agree. It was a very good movie. Um, uh, I like overall, my thoughts
0: are that eight bit Christmas was pretty good.
1: I'd like eight bit Christmas too.
0: Um, and I, yeah, I think that's all that I have to say, um, no way home uh overall uh on a scale of best movie ever to worst movie ever uh i'd say best movie ever
1: i'd say best movie ever too comparing
0: it to every other movie that has ever been made this one definitely tops all of them Uh, you know every single movie except for the
1: room
0: oh except for the room yeah uh so you want to get to recommendations of the week
1: yeah let's
0: do it awesome so the first one, uh, the f- first thing that I want to talk about, uh, Gavin, I showed you VR when I was at your house, the first time we recorded this. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what are your, what are your thoughts about your first, I guess, not your first, but like, um, your experience with modern day, uh, state VR. of the art VR.
1: Um, you played on my quest too, by the way. Very, um, at first was, uh, I mean, for someone who has never experienced VR and is viewing it from, like, a computer monitor mindset, it's kind of overwhelming. You um, said
0: that you tried someone's Rift once, and you tried, uh-huh. like, phone VR.
1: I, I tried a phone VR once at Best Buy, and it freaked me the fuck out because it was, like, a promotional thing for the Jungle Book. Oh, yeah. And there were, yeah. like, lions surrounding me, and I was like, ah! Um, uh, and then the Rift that I tried out was just some games, and it was really... Um, very interesting but I noticed with the Rift that I tried out the first time um, it was very overwhelming that um, because I was so used to having like a computer monitor screen in front of me and to have it like basically be a three-dimensional computer monitor screen with my hands being the controllers was like weird and then when I tried yours because I was already I already knew what to expect um, to a certain extent It was very kind of intuitive almost it was very much like you know i knew what to expect um and i knew how to react to new stimuli and so i found the entire experience to be very um very interesting and something that you know once you originally try vr when you try a different vr a couple months later your brain clicks to it almost like if you were riding a bike and then you just rode a different bike um it was very streamlined it was very uh yeah um, when
0: vr is done well it is very like second nature
1: feeling very second nature and i'm i don't mean to be like oh because i'm dyslexic i'm better at i'm I'm better at vr but well
0: it's the difference between trashy living and classic living
1: you know exactly except not at all but (laughs) but, in a way uh, but not really in a way but not at all um (laughs) but uh uh i as a dyslexic man live in a three-dimensional mindset my mind is always thinking like in in three dimensions not in like a oh i'm always thinking three dimensions ahead but no like i literally think in a three-dimensional way when i think of a chair i can visually see a three-dimensional chair um and i can explore that chair and i can move it in my own mind And so when I tried on the VR, a lot of it was just very intuitive Um, just because my brain automatically did a lot of the thinking for me and um, yeah, I just, it was a very good experience. I liked it. I think it's uh, a very good medium for gaming. I think that very, uh, some very obscure niches of gaming could probably benefit from uh, VR. I think like puzzle games, uh, some certain puzzle games could benefit from VR. Um, Yeah,
0: there's this, um, there's this puzzle game, sort of like an escape room type thing. Um, I've, I haven't really played, I've like played a little bit of it, but not like the whole thing. Um, I would love to show that to you sometime, but yeah, there's, there's a lot of stuff that really shines in VR. There's this VR mini golf game that I have that has really taken off over the last few months. Um, it's been getting a lot of attention, a lot of sales. It's really good. It's walkabout mini golf. Uh, it's really good, and yeah, it's it's like playing real mini golf, but like in in VR. And it has multiplayer, and it's it's sort of like a fun social activity. Yeah, and you can like interact with like, and you can see like other people's avatars in the game, and it's it feels a lot more like you're connected to people more than just like, you know, playing a regular game together. And it feels like, you know, going out with friends in a way.
1: Yeah, no, it totally feels like being with friends rather than being like playing a game with friends.
0: Rec room is another great example of that where it's, there's like games within it, sort of like Roblox.
1: Okay. I, I, yeah, yeah,
0: you can play different games together. There's one, uh, I think it's like Golden Trophy uh it's it's this really fun like sort of like fantasy adventure game sort of you you like fight goblins with swords and bows and arrows and stuff the aesthetic is like it's like in a school and it's like 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 drama club like props and stuff and it's it's a cute aesthetic fun game there's lots of different games like community made games in the game and you you can play it in other things other than VR like it's on iOS you can play it just on a computer um but it's best experienced in VR and yeah playing it with friends it's it's like you're hanging out with friends more so than if you're playing just a a regular non-VR game together
1: all right amen
0: but yeah like once you get really used to it um VR is very intuitive it's very intuitive feels like you know be like being plugged into the matrix you know being able to like yeah. control everything and stuff once you get used agree. to it it's, it's a cool feeling being able to yeah. like fully utilize and everything beat saber is really a really good um especially for like you know first timers it's a really good game it's it's a it's this like rhythm game um hold on i'll find like a short clip for you to see so you can like visualize what i'm talking about but it's a rhythm game. It has a lot of popular songs and it's something that could only be done in VR. Uh, hold on. I'm sending you a link. You can check out this clip. Oh, I've um, already seen it. You've already seen beat saber. So, you know yeah, what I'm I talking. What you're talking about. Okay. Oh yeah. The, yeah. Yeah. You, like slicing the blocks and stuff. Something that can yeah, only definitely. be done in VR mm-hmm. and it's, it's great. It's a, a really fun game. It's a great exercise It's just, it's fun.
1: Of course, uh, one VR that can never be beat is um, the VR of uh, the normal world. Uh, If you want to get some exercise, I highly recommend going just for a run around your neighborhood. um, If it's safe, that is. Um, uh, Just going for a jog. That's always good exercise. I'm sure if we could do that in VR, we would. Um,
0: Yeah, they're working on it.
1: (laughs) I'm sure they are.
0: Yeah, they're working on they're working on like the the like stationary like treadmill things like from Ready Player One. Yeah, like there's one that you can buy. It's like a thousand bucks, but you can buy it.
1: Yeah,
0: and it and it works. I I feel uh... like
1: it's a low bar. (laughs) Well, it works. VR
0: VR is kind of hard to get new things to work in. Um, so just the fact that it works and you can use it, it's pretty impressive. But, uh, Mm -hmm. Half-Life Alyx, I talked to you about this the first time we recorded this, but Half-Life Alyx is an incredible VR game. It's a great translation of the Half-Life series into VR and it's very well polished. It's a great experience. Um, I just, I hope more games like that come out, but I also hope that more experimental stuff comes out. Um, And it's a great medium for telling, like, short stories, like virtual, virtual reality, the game that you played. It's this fun story that you get to, like, stand in the middle of, um, and, you know, you unfold it yourself, and it's it's a a unique experience, for
1: sure. Definitely, definitely.
0: The only issue is that the Quest 2, which is what I have that I showed you, requires a Facebook account to use. Ugh, which sucks. I hate Facebook as a company, or Meta as they're called now, because they wanted to rebrand. I'm gonna keep dead naming them. Uh, they're they're Facebook to me. They always will be. Changing their name will not change their reputation.
1: It's Facebook. Fuck Facebook. And they always want to I'm fuck just gonna you say. and all that you are.
0: Fuck Facebook. All my homies hate Facebook.
1: Now Facebook. Why get Facebook when you could have Twitter?
0: Why get either when you can get neither?
1: <laughs> Why get either when you can just dodge all of it?
0: <laughs> yeah, I hate using Facebook. I use Messenger because I have to. Some people just use Messenger. I don't ever go on the Facebook app. Um, but yeah, I need Facebook to use VR, which kinda sucks the only other option for vr is like the valve index which is a thousand dollars for the whole kit Mm -hmm. um yeah pc vr is pretty expensive the quest is really the only thing of its kind where it's like a you know standalone there's some competitors popping up hopefully they take off but yeah facebook being a, a big company as it is can afford to sell their headsets at a loss or at cost because of course they make money off of your data and through sales in the oculus app and yeah i just i hope that more competitors pop up because facebook needs to be taken down a peg
1: Uh, i would agree or be pegged
0: peg facebook
1: you know i'm not gonna kink shame but yeah sure
0: you know, I think pegging changes you, and if Facebook can be changed, that will be for the best, it'll be, it'll better society. Amen. Amen. So yeah, 8-Bit Christmas is really good. Such a good
1: movie. Loved Such it good so movie. much. So Such a good. good movie. My so favorite
0: great. character is uh, the one with the glasses. He looks funny. I also like David I, Cross. He's in the movie. Love David Cross. David Cross, if you're listening to this, and I know you are, love you, man.
1: David Cross, man, you're great. So awesome. So awesome.
0: Oh, and the dad from the Diary of a Wimpy Kid movies is an 8 bit Christmas. He's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Love sure. you, dad yeah. from Diary of a Wimpy Kid. Mm-hmm. You're mm-hmm. a real one. Yep.
1: Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah.
0: <laughs> All right, next recommendation of the week. Uh, the Sennheiser HD 58X from drop.com. I'm wearing them right now. They're really good. I love the way that they sound. There's a lot of clarity. Uh, there's still, you know, the low end is definitely there, but it's not overwhelming like a lot of other headphones. They're like $150, I think. They were marked down for the holidays. Uh, get them if they're on sale, even if they're not still really good. Um, it's like it's audio qual, it's audiophile qual- quality without the cost of audiophile equipment because like nice audio stuff can get pretty expensive a lot of high-end headphones are really hard to drive they need a lot of power these are not like that you can just plug them straight into your phone or your laptop and you can run them no no problem and yeah they're just they're great they're great Open back headphones, so they have great sound stage, um, which is like how like wide and 3D the the, the sound is, M- makes it feel more immersive, I guess. They're really good. Got them for Christmas. Uh, cannot recommend them highly enough. They're my new favorite headphones, at least if you're in a quiet room because they are open back. So any sound around you yeah, will not be uh, will not be closed off. Uh, and my other recommendation is Metroid Dread. It's the newest Metroid game. If you have any interest in it at all, you already know about it. Uh, it's it's a great game. I recommend playing the other four main series Metroid games first, uh, which you can all you, you play them all on an emulator with a copy that you, of course, legally own. I cannot condone going to certain websites, downloading the ROMs, then playing them on an emulator. I cannot
1: even though Possibly it's so free help. and easy.
0: Even though it's so easy, and it's it's the easy way out, and anyone really can do it, and you won't get in trouble for it. Uh, you It is a legal gray area, but if anyone's going to get in trouble, it's not you. But I can't condone that. <laughs> I cannot recommend it at all. But yeah, the, the series in order, uh, the first Metroid game, I would play Zero Mission, it's the Game Boy Advance remake of the original NES game. It's really good, I I played it on my Game Boy Advance, you can play it on an emulator with a copy that you of course legally own. Uh, Second game, uh, the uh, definitive way to play it is either Samus Returns on the 3DS, which is still $40 to download on the eShop. Or about the same price if you want to get a physical copy, uh, or you can play Am2R, another Metroid Two remake on PC. It's not officially available, but you can still get it. Uh, that's how I played it. It's it's really good. Then the third game, Super Metroid. The best way to play that is not at all. Uh, I just skipped it. I don't like. I don't like it. I, I don't think it's aged particularly well. It just doesn't feel. Great, feels kind of slow, um, but then Metroid Fusion—it's only really one way to play that on the Game Boy Advance. Uh, you can of course play it on an emulator with a copy that you legally own. Um, yeah, I just pl- I finished that and then immediately started Dread, and you really see the consistency in the gameplay, and the gameplay sort of evolves as the series goes. And you get a better appreciation of that if you play them in order. And Metroid Dread feels like a very solid continuation of the gameplay and the story. And it's the the graphics uh, are incredible. It's of course you know more realistic than the other ones, but it still feels very similar in style. And uh, yeah, it's a good game. Play it if if you want. I recommend it pretty good. Gavin, do you have anything to recommend to the fine vote? Oh, that I almost forgot. So we decided well uh the first time we recorded this, next week's movie that we're going to talk about is Star Trek Wrath of, Wrath of Khan. Uh so watch it. It's I think it's on Hulu. Hold on, let me look it up.
1: For the next like 5 days.
0: All right, Star Trek: The Wrath of Khan. It is on you Paramount Plus. Um, with the subscription, you can rent it on YouTube, Google Play, Vudu, Apple TV. For some reason, it's more expensive on Apple TV. It's on Filio, whatever that is. Premium subscription, Amazon Prime, premium subscription, Sling TV, premium subscription. So watch it if you want. If not, I I'm not your mother. Uh, but we're gonna talk about it. So if you wanna if you wanna be kept in the loop. Watch it, and then we'll talk about it. Or we'll talk about completely unrelated stuff. Either way, eh, it's probably a good movie. Watch it.
1: Watch it. Watch it. Watch it.
0: Um. So yeah, that's the movie that we're going to talk about next week. Uh, Gavin, do you have anything to recommend to The Fine Folk at Home?
1: Oh, definitely Joe.
0: <sighs> Is Are you going to i'm gonna say i'm gonna ask who that is and i'm putting a lot of trust in you right now and if you abuse that trust i i don't know what we're gonna do moving forward
1: joe mama (laughs) oh fuck you (laughs) um joe mama and coffee which is another form of joe so amen brother
0: and uh all right i think that's the show Thank you everyone for listening to another episode of Bold of You to Say. If you like what you hear, uh, listen to me on YouTube because I say words there too, and you might like those. Uh, subscribe so you don't miss our next upload. Uh, turn on notifications for new episodes. Turn on automatic downloads. Uh, leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Leave a review on um, on Podchaser. That's like an IMDb type site for podcasts. Uh, Spotify, I think. Added reviews, so review us there if you want, uh, or leave a, a comment or, or whatever. Whatever you can do, do it to boost engagement. Uh, we we appreciate anything that you can do for that. Uh, share the show with a friend. Uh, share even if they're not your friend. Um, you know, maybe this can be a bonding experience. Maybe use this show to make friends. How about that? Uh, share Amen. it with anyone. Share it with coworkers. Share it with, share it with your senator. I think if we can influence some lawmakers, I think we can make this country a better place. Follow us. Well, follow me on social media. Totally don't uh, see how many followers we can get. Gavin up to. Uh, do Just kidding. Me. Unless follow me on YouTube. My YouTube channel is linked in the description. I make. Stuff that's sort of like video essays and or commentary. Whatever, however you want to describe it, describe it. Uh, But I make videos mostly about movies and I think that they are good. Follow me on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. Just don't follow me home. Haha, get it? Haha. And yeah, like, subscribe, comment, whatever. Uh, See you on the flip side yeah, oh and good night after 9 p.m.